if you're aware, in every moment, both life and death are involved. If you, as much as breathe little more consciously, you will notice with every inhalation there is life, with every exhalation there is death. If you're not getting the point, just do the next inhalation and do not next exhalation and do not take the next inhalation, you will get the point. Every moment, even beyond the breath, every moment it is happening. It's like the ticking of the clock, life and death, life and death, life and death. It's all the time happening. One who is aware of this, will naturally become aware there is no such thing as life and death. Life is death and death is life. They are not different. It is only a question of the womb, the crawling out, growing up, taking the loan from the planet and putting it back. But it's just life or it's just death. We need not have invented two words for this. It's just one thing. We can call it the life. Because they are not two different things. It is out of a very gross sense of unawareness about the life process. Because the wonderful gifts that have been showered upon humanity, we are using them like toys. It feels this way. This mind, this brain, capable of incredible things, but we are using it like a toy. No. I think people enjoy toys, isn't it? Another session of Shed So Many Tears podcast psych talk, whatever you want to call it, but uh, I go by Brown96, and um, today's topic, we're going to be discussing, open discussion, uh, whoever wants to join in on the live and talk about it and um, give their true sense on the topic. This is the psychology of the idea of death. What do we feel about death? How has death or the thought of death affected you in your life in a good way bad way has it um, has it even traumatized you has it um i mean you know how has it affected you 
So, um, I'm far away. Okay. Is that better? So, how has death, the idea of death, affected you? And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. You know, just everything that affects us in regards to death or the idea of death. I also want to discuss, like, the different traditions and the different beliefs of different cultures of how, you know, they handle death and, um, you know, get passed through that stuff. Um, shrooms, yeah. We're gonna, I want to get into that, too. Talking about, um, you know, the effects of hallucinogens and how they affect the mind and how they alter our belief system about death and about life in general. You know what I mean? So um, all of that, all of that we're going to talk about today. Whoever wants to uh, ch uh, chime in with their ideas, point of views, experiences, maybe some people have had, uh, you know, near-death experiences. That's all welcome in this discussion, and there's an open, you know, you know, discourse for whoever wants to join in and talk about this stuff. And uh, like I said, you know, today's going to be talking about the idea of death, uh, which I'm going to put it here on the, I'm going to uh, put it here on the bottom, the way when people join in, they know what we're talking about. Uh, the idea of death. I'm going to give people a little, a little time to join in so we can really get, uh, get a little good discussion or good, not even a discussion, just, just a, you know, just a talk, you know, talk about this whole thing and just, um, you know, bounce off ideas because, I mean, to be, to be straightforward, no one has the answer, you know what I mean? Just like, uh, just like Kanye West, uh, Kanye West said, uh, you ain't got the answers, you ain't got the answers, Sway, we ain't got the answers. But um, let's, let's, let's get to this. So let's get to this. Um, all right. So first off, the way I wanted to start this off is by talking about my idea of what life and death is and how death has affected me, my experience. So uh, as I've mentioned before in regards to, um, you know, seeing uh, a lot of violence when I was growing up, um, you know, I've seen the first, like, the first time I've seen someone get killed, like, in front of me, like, you know, I've seen it right there when I was, like, seven or eight years old. Uh, I, you know, that's, it's like, by that time, you know, we are, I already got exposed to the Terminators and, the, you know, Rambos and all that, those type of movies. So, I've seen death, you know what I mean? I've seen death through TV, through the glorified, you know, uh, um, you know, programs that they have for people and stuff like that. But uh, even if you're a kid, like, you can, I mean, you, you know how to distinguish between reality and, and what's acting or whatnot. Like, even though, you know, no one's telling you, oh, you know what, that's fake or whatever. You can still, like, you know, it, it hits you different, you know what I mean? Um, when I seen someone first die, and and <laughs> it was nothing like the movies, that's for sure. And um, the movies didn't, you know, didn't show like the the person still is still, you know, is still alive, still moving around and shit like that. And uh, and, and finally, you just see the the you know the lifeless body and shit. But uh, it got me thinking a lot about. Um, it got me thinking a lot about. Uh, 
the that we're not you know that we're not infinite you know we're 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 finite beings and and that kind of opened the the window to like think about other you know like if if we're if, if we if we end at a certain point with this existence like what happens to us as we are today does that just completely vanishes or like because I've heard of you know like this reincarnation and all that, um, which I kind of do, kind of do buy into that, and I say buy into that because it's it's just it's just theories, you know what I mean? There's like I said, no one has the answers, but I do buy into that idea, um, because of the fact that, you know, I I hear like you know you know like um, retelling of different stories that people have uh, you know experienced that or whatever or. They have heard someone that knows someone type of thing. But um, so, yeah, so that opened the window in my mind about, you know, thinking outside the box when it comes to like death or whatever. And, you know, and I started getting into like the whole um, reading about, um, you know, like chakras and, you know, all that type of, you know, you know, stuff that, um, you know, exists out there. You know, and, and I started to like, you know, read into that stuff. So that got me into thinking about that stuff and, you know, and. Through my, you know, I, that's one of my experiences that kind of like when, you know, I went down that rabbit hole because of that. But, uh, you know, in terms of um, family and in Mexico, seeing death as opposed to being like at funerals out here in the States, it's a totally different experience, too. That also opened up my eyes because over there in Mex, when I went as a kid with my folks, um, they, uh, I think an uncle of mine, or no, my, I guess a, a great uncle or something, my, my, uh, my dad's uncle, um, they had, uh, they were burying him out there and they had him in the house, uh, just right there, like in, like, a on a table, like just laid out while they were praying for him. Um, and I believe they were doing the whole, praying for seven days or something like that i think it's six or seven days that the family has to pray for for the the soul to like um what's it called to find his way i think what it is what it is it's like a guiding for the soul to reach his um you know ultimate place um place of rest i guess um so they had that going on and i was a kid not not really I had already been to a funeral that my mom had taken me when I was like a kid before I seen that out there. Um, so I had seen the funeral, how that's laid out, you know. So it was like a whole different experience because like once they had that, you know, like the they, they, they did the whole, you know, ceremony or whatever, the praying you know, and all that. They took him out to the, um, you know, to bury him. And it was like to me it just felt way more raw like it's just it just hits you different the way they do it out there in mex it's, it's just like raw like there's no and you know that like they don't put no involvement fluid and all that they don't they don't do all that to the to the body out there it's just the way you died that's the way you're gonna get buried you know what i mean like and it's like it's just a whole different experience so you know i've you know so i've went through that you know what i mean um and I'm sure there's people out there that experience, you know, a, you know, a different side of um, of someone dying and just have experienced, like everyone's experience is different, you know what I mean? 
It's not the same. Um, but that's why I'm doing this to hear other, other points of views, not just not just me rambling and shit. But um, so yeah, so uh, you know, through the ages, let's talk about through the ages what people have um have like you know talked about when it comes to death. Um, you know, there's like you know philosophers that have talked about what they believe you know you know death is and whatever they had the whole you know thing with um what is that one called um it's like a play like a um uh, what is it called fuck I had it written here somewhere it's uh oh dante's inferno dante's inferno is basically the christian way of seeing death you know what i mean the way christianity christianity pictures it you know what i mean so it's basically a heaven hell and uh, purgatory, you know, basically where you're waiting to be either, you know, you know, where you're waiting, basically like the waiting um, area, whatever, until you're like judged and, and, and taken to a hell or heaven or whatever. So that, you know, everyone has their beliefs and shit. Like, for, like in this, I mean, I, I want to bring up, you know, people to talk about philosophy because I think philosophy and the way it affects us go hand in hand. Cause like it's it's really all a, a philosophy. Like you know, it's it's a it's a theory. It's a philosophy. It's a way of, of you know, someone's perspective. Like because no one does have the answer, the actual answer to this. Um, you know, there's been people that have you know said certain things. Like there's there's quotes and shit. You know, like uh, "Momento Mori." It's like a. It, it comes from like the stoic stoicism, and and it says uh, the, remember that you are mortal. So it's like this. People like years, years ago that have mentioned that, you know, certain things about death. Like, no, this is not something new that people just, you know, started talking about. Oh, fuck it. Let's think about death. You know, like, what? I wonder what happens next. You know, like, fucking since day one of life, I'm sure there's been, you know, humans have been, you know, wondering what we are and who we are and why are we here? Like, you know, what I mean, like, this is not nothing new. And this just doesn't get talked too much about because uh, it's so touchy because we don't want to think about death. Who wants to think about death, you know, voluntarily? I mean, that those thoughts come up, but that doesn't mean that, you know, people want to talk about it, you know what I mean, like voluntarily. Like it's just something something that, that the mind, you know, makes you think, especially when you're, when you're bored and shit or whatever in your life, you know. So like, you know, like uh, there's, uh, there's a, a great philosopher, Marcus Aurelius. And uh, he says something like this: "You could leave life right now. Let determination, let that determine what you do and you say and think." So it's like, you know, if we die right now, if we think about dying right now, that's gonna determine what what we what's really important that you know that we're gonna say or think, you know. And um, also like you know, like is there really a plan for our lives? Like you know, they say you know. The, is it by chance? Like, I mean, shit, like, innocent people around the world, like, die every day, you know? Like, so is there really a plan for this shit? Or, you know what I mean? So I, I just want to get ideas, you know what I mean? Just, just ideas to talk about and shit about this whole topic. Um, there's another quote that, that, I, that I read, too. Uh, Death might just be a dreamless sleep. Or just a passage to another life or reality, like there's all these possibilities of what 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 can happen after. You know what I mean? There's all these things that people have thought of and just you know imagine or, or or just um you know, I mean even scholars scholars be be talking about these type of things that that uh, may or may not occur after we pass. You know, um, but yeah, you know 
I want to hear other people's point of views on, on, on what they think about all this. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just rambling on about you know just getting it started, getting get getting the the water warm. You know what I mean for you guys. <laughs> but yeah. Now I also want to talk about um how religion looks at it. How do, I mean, there's all these religions around the world. Every religion has his own belief of of what happens after we pass. You know, uh, doesn't make them right. It doesn't make it that you know what what they believe is the right thing. Even Christianity, it doesn't make them the right one. It doesn't make them the correct. You know, actual things that are gonna happen. Um, like for example, let me give you some um some some ideas as to what what different religions you know believe and whatever like christianity and like i said you know it, you know the whole dante's inferno was was really popular back in the day um and still it still is uh because it does carry that you know christian belief of the afterlife uh you know with heaven hell and purgatory and you know you know judging you know all that stuff islam like the quran they um they believe that the dead wait in their graves for the great day of judgment kind of you know it, it reminds me of, of christianity but uh it, it, the way for the great day of judgment when allah sends the the good to hama and the bad to ha um jahana so hana is an endless pleasure i guess you know you know heaven and jahana is uh continuous torture so you know uh, hell so you know it's it's just similarities you know um they you know i guess based on what kind of person they were i'm assuming in life you know judaism um uh, it turns out that they don't really talk too much about the afterlife they talk more uh they they do mention i guess for like the people that that have done bad things in life they, there's um she sheol i think it's sheol it's uh like a shadowy uh realm where like the dead roam or whatever um hinduism hinduism uh, they believe uh in reincarnation you know depending on one's karma uh you will reincarnate to a higher or a lower form one can escape this cycle of reincarnation and that is called moksha trippy huh and of course the, you know who can who can leave out the book of the dead where you know basically it, it describes all the obstacles that you have to go through in order to uh get to this afterlife and uh but you know what I was thinking like if that kind of sounds like more like um basically you have to you have to get to this it's like a it's almost like a strategy game that you have to get to this one spot uh, you have to like i guess go through all these obstacles and you have to get to where Osiris is in order to basically uh get the approval for the afterlife you know for like the you know heaven i guess but this kind of sounds like to me this kind of sounds like your own consciousness like yourself giving yourself permission to get to this place that you need to go i don't know like to you know a lot of this can be interpreted um in a third person type of view in reality, this could all come from just your mind, you know, just your own consciousness uh, going through the motions to be able to get to where you need to go after you leave this realm or reality or whatever you want to call it. 
So it's um, it, it's a I don't know. It's just a lot of a lot of things that have to be taken into consideration in order to be able to like even start thinking about these things because you can you can get like really really like tied up in your own mind just thinking about you know comparing you know different beliefs and and going back and forth and, and all that shit like it can get really really enredado you know you can get all tied up but uh if anyone wants to join in in the discussion you know um i'm, I'm, I'm gonna shoot you a message chicano podcast if you want to join in and, and um, talk about this. This is a really interesting topic. And I know a lot of people probably don't want to talk about this. Porque, like, it's, like, so touchy, you know what I mean? People get emotional. You know, people that have people passed away, they, they, they don't want to think about this type of shit. Um, but I did, as a kid, uh, I did have a lot of uh, anxiety towards death. Um, I would stay like up at night just tripping out about death like in general um and i would just think think about like 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 if i just close my eyes and i go to sleep and just not wake up again like where do i go like you know like it, when i open my eyes when i open my spiritual eyes i guess you could say what will i see like it's just darkness forever like forever forever ever forever ever or or would it be would it be opening my eyes to a new life to 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 the hinduism belief to a new uh, uh to coming out of a you know you know someone giving birth to me again or would i come out as 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 like an animal or something like it's a trip one time i seen a documentary like a short documentary about this dude that was talking about reincarnation. And he was talking about the fact that he had a dream that he believes it was due. It was like about his, his um, prior life and that he believes that he reincarnated into a butterfly. And then he kind of like, he was describing what he, what he remembers and that he was like, going over like the grass he seen the grass like up close um and he was like traveling through through like trees and stuff like that and he remembers like ha uh, hatching out of a um of a cocoon and things like that and i'm like damn what if that's true what if what if we do reincarnate into something that depending on our karma depending on what we did in in in, in this life you know, like if, you know, they say that like, oh, uh, if if you um, if you were a snake in this life, you come back as a snake. You know, um, things like that. I don't know. You know, that's a trippy thought, trippy thing to to consider. Because uh, I mean, who wants to come back as an animal, unless you know? Sometimes you see birds and shit, and you're like, dang, what would it feel like to just fly around and like, and like careless and just. But you know, who knows? Who knows what what's out there? Who knows what um, what you would feel like uh, being a bird? I think what would make me feel like like scared if I were to reincarnate as a bird or an animal was if I remember this life, because then I would I would be comparing it. I would be like like man, 
I want hands again. I want legs again. I, I, you know, like I want to be human again, which there has been stories of people that remember their past lives, you know, and then even, even there's a story um, that came out. It's a, there's a, a show on, uh, I think it's, um, it's Hulu. I forgot what, what um, streaming app, but um, of this kid, right. That he remembered his past life. And he remembered that he was um, that he had jumped out of a window because the apartment was burning or something. And he remembered his name. And he, the boy, he used to be a woman. Um, and 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 mind you, the boy was a white boy, right? A white kid. And the lady that had jumped out of the the um, the apartment window was a black lady. And I forgot her name. I think it's Barbara or something. And so, you know, he remembered that it was in Chicago. He remembers that, uh, that uh, her name, uh, well, you know, his name and all that. And then the, the parents started doing uh, research on, on, um, on, this, on, this, on all these things that he was saying. And uh, it just so happens that it did happen. They actually showed on the Hulu show, they, they, they actually showed uh, the actual person and the parents actually showed a picture to their son of that lady. And then he said, that was me. That was me. I'm like, damn, that's freaking nuts. So, you know, those type of stories get you thinking. Like, what is that about? Like, there's got to be some truth to that. It can't be all these fucking stories about reincarnation and, and kids, especially kids. They say that kids um, have, have the ability up to a certain age to uh, remember their past lives. After that, they just have no recollection of it. But um, there's got to be some truth to it, a little bit. I mean, come on. What is the? I mean, what is the odds that all a bunch of kids from around the world just ha just so happens to just so happen to remember who they used to be, actual names, actual locations, where some of these people actually went to those locations, and the their kid w was telling all the details about how to get to that location so what are the odds on that shit you know i mean it's crazy it's crazy 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 um but yeah so that's just one thing that i want to talk about you know what i mean this is one of the many aspects that i want to bring to this discussion and uh i just feel like you know I don't really see these these type of discussions online. I don't really see people talking about this, you know, very touchy, emotional topic. You know what I mean? There really isn't. And uh, especially among Rasa, I do not see that shit happening. And uh, it's very intriguing, you know, very interesting. And um, it gets you thinking outside the box. I guess you're thinking outside the box and... um. Let me just try to uh, invite more people to this live to get it cracking, crack a lacking. Let's see. All right. Can that smokey? Come on that way. You know, the, the topic today is the idea of death. Pensando de la muerte, güey. How does it affect you? 
So, yeah. Simón, güey. Aquí, ahí estamos, güey. Estoy esperando que llegue más gente, güey. I know the homie, um, este, Mike, Mike had a, had his live right now. I'm all like, hey, wait, fuck, I wanted to join that shit. Hey, that's cool that he's doing that. He's, uh, doing his lives también. That's cool as fuck. <laughs> When death finds you, may it find you alive and well. <laughs> Dang. Now that's a fucking quote for your ass. Yeah. But now let's talk about how does death uh, benefit us? How, how can the thought of death benefit us? Um, you know, thinking about, you know, maybe like when I was growing up, you know, as a youngster or whatever, you know, in Salinas, just like the song, you know, Tupac song, I said death around the corner. Like it was, it was on some real shit. Like, you know, yeah, you felt, you felt like, there was death around the fucking corner you know what i mean and 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 um with that said um you know you do consider the fact that you might get killed at any fucking moment and that does cross your fucking mind you know as, as a kid it crossed my mind so many times and um <clears throat> when you go into life you know as a youngster thinking that someone can smoke you that someone could just take your fucking life away And not not just by hearing it, but by by seeing people that you that you grew up with die, you know, at a similar age as you were at that point in time. It just makes it, it puts this dark cloud over you. It really does. It, it really makes you it puts you into a funk where you think that everything is negative around you. No matter what it is, you see the negative side of everything. You know what I mean? Um, and I felt that it did kind of, it, it did, you know, uh, mess me up a lot in my head. Because to this day, like, especially if I go out of town, because I don't know the towns, whatever, wherever I go, you know, I look behind, like, I look behind, like, behind me, you know, I look over my shoulder and that's, that's a, that's a bad, uh, you know, that just shows that psychologically, It, it put me in a place where I need to always watch my back no matter where I go. Of course, it's a good thing because I'm alert. It puts me alert. It gets me, you know, watching for danger in case danger does arrive or whatever. But uh, it's it's a, an anxious uh, habit. It puts you into this anxious mode um, and it It, you know, uh, like I said, you know, it does help you because it puts you, you know, alert and it makes you zone into what's around you and aware of your surroundings or whatnot. But uh, I know a lot of people that have came from, you know, those those um, environments do, do suffer some kind of a, a disorder, like a PTSD type of disorder. Um, and, you know, that... <laughs> Then we have a bunch of people in society with PTSD and shit that can snap. That's why you hear all these people that can just snap out of fucking nowhere. You know what I mean? And, and then you, and then they ask them like, oh, what the fuck did it? Like, what, what made you snap? And there's some dumbass shit that just happened, so happened, you know, to occur in their lives and shit. And, and it's just like, 
it, it creates ticking time bombs, put it that way. And I, and I think, um, I think it did a lot of, uh, uh, it did a lot of bad to my, to my anger, to my, you know, dealing with anger management and all that. It did a lot of bad to that shit. And I know a lot of people went through that too. I know a ton of people went through um, having some some sort of PTSD because of the streets, and because of always being in a in a, in this in this this thinking mentality of death and what what may be around the corner or whatnot. Damn, you can't well, even see me. I'm almost, fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm here walking my dog, man. That's all good, man. Almost Damn, like good, man. When 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 uh, when, when I connected, it, it got louder. That's crazy. <laughs> How you yeah, been, bro? Pretty good, man. But uh, just wanted to uh, speak on this stuff because, uh, you know, like uh, in uh, in December, you know, I, I lost my I lost my father, right? So all of a sudden, I started looking into like death, and I got a bunch of books, like you know, like uh, audio books, and I was listening to a bunch of you know just th things of people that have like near death experiences and shit, right? Mm. And uh, there was the one with a with a little boy. He was like five years old. And he was chewing like on a fucking on a little telephone, mm. and he fucking swallowed a piece, and he was choking on it, right? Mm. And then all of a sudden, he fucking his body, he he felt like he left his body, right? And he was he was floating above, and he felt like really <coughs> at peace. He felt that peace, and he was able to fucking see his body like still struggling and shit, right? And he was like happy and shit, and he felt like the most peace that he that he had. And then, but the body still continued to die. But on its own, it just kept moving and convulsing and shit. And all of a sudden, he felt like a, like a vacuum sucking back in, right? Oh, and shit. then he fucking, he came back into the body and he spat out the piece of plastic. And he said mm. he, was, he was so fucking mad that that happened because he, he was <laughs> happy where he was at, right? Now, what, what that taught me is that maybe, because I, th I thought, let's say when you're dying and you're suffering, that you keep staying in your body and you suffer until mm. you die, right? But what that taught me is that you leave your body, and then it continues to suffer, you know, while it was choking. So then he spat out the plastic, and he was pissed off. But he didn't tell his mom about it. He, he, he didn't mm. fucking tell her because he was so pissed off. Later on, he ended up becoming a doctor, and, and uh, you know, he was like a surgeon and shit. And then there's other That's ones wild. where, yeah, there's other ones where, like, you know, they, they, they leave their body, and, and uh, they feel at peace, and they don't want to come back and shit, you know? Like, they don't, they don't want to come back because... Like you don't have to worry about anything, you know. You're just fucking. Mm. You're just. You're just at peace. What I. What I think, is there's like a like another uh, like another realm, but we can't see it because we're alive, you know. But like dogs and children, they can see it because they can't speak. They can't. They can't communicate to us, you know. But um, what happens is like uh, you're you you like you don't die. Your body dies, you because we're just in a vessel and shit, right? Mm. So you you keep on living. Once your body dies, you keep living. Like you, like they, they say that once once they leave their body, that uh, they don't feel any more pain. You know, so mm -hmm. so you know, I what I learned from that shit is like like what I said. Like you don't die, your body dies. You continue living, right? And um, you know what you were saying too about religion, how they say like, oh, that fucking that you know, so and so's in heaven now and stuff like that. I think they just say that just to be comforted. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But realistically. We don't know. We don't know where people go. But if you do yeah. believe in religion, and you really read it right, it says that um, God's gonna judge us, and then that's when you're gonna go wherever you're gonna go. You know. But right now they're just sleeping. They're they're resting. 
there's a bunch of different beliefs, man, but I really got into it and I was fucking just like learning a lot, a lot about it, you know? Yeah. Now, what's your take on reincarnation and hearing all these stories? And I'm sure you've heard of um, different stories about uh, yeah. kids, especially kids that, that say certain things about, you know, that they remember their past lives and they remember, yeah, yeah. They remember their actual names that they had before, you know? Yeah, you know, um, I was just talking to my homeboy about that, but he was thinking, what if we reincarnate to, I guess like in Buddhism or other religions, they say that mm. we reincarnate into different animals and shit, right? But yeah. I was just talking to my wife about that, and she's like, okay, well, if we believe in God, you think that Jesus Christ died on the cross just for us to come back as an animal? You know what I mean? Why would, mm. why, you know, why would we come back to suffer in this world? You know what I mean? So I kind of thought about that, if you, if, if you believe in Christianity, right? But, yeah, if you have, yeah. if you have, but if you have other beliefs, like some of the things like, damn, well, there's so many uh, animals and pets and, and insects that they have to have something in, in them that's yeah. living, that's controlling them, you know? Well, first you have, to, you have to believe that they even have a soul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have to believe that. So like, like, like for today, for example, I had to kill a fucking rat and I had to kill like a couple hundred bees and shit, right? <laughs> and after I did it, in my head, I thought like, thou shalt not kill, right? Mm. But then I thought, damn, like, it doesn't say shall not kill people. It just means it shall not kill. And mm -hmm. I just, I, and that's what I do every day is I kill, you know? And, but then I think, like, if I don't do this, we're going to get overrun by rats and shit and, and all these <laughs> fucking pests, you know? So I got to do it. It's my job. When I do it, I don't get satisfaction out of it. Actually, it's mm. like when I, for example, that rat that I caught, it was like, I was on top of like a fucking, like a false ceiling tile. I moved, moved the false ceiling tile. And I saw it with, with my camera, with the phone camera. So I put another glue trap on top of it. So I turned it into a sandwich. So it's like calm and shit. And then I took it outside. And what I do is I'll put it, I put it into a bag. And then I got like a box and I stepped on it. So it dies instantly. You know what I mean? So mm. it doesn't suffer. But some people, what they do is they'll just throw it in the trash. And what, what's going to happen is going to suffer and die and shit. Oh, yeah. Die of hunger. So I think about that. You know, I wouldn't want that to happen to me. That's not why I do it. I do it because I have a heart. Like, I don't want that shit to suffer. Even though it's my job to kill him, I give him an instant quick death, you know? But that's your job, though. That's kind of like a hunter or like a fisher, a fisherman, you know? It's yeah, kind of the same equivalent. I mean, but, but still, yeah. man, I, I'm killing, you know? Yeah. Every right. fucking day, you know? So, but I don't know, man. At the same time, I, I, I think about it like, you know, like if I don't do it, we're going to overrun, you know, like disease and everything. Yeah. That's true. You know what? One time I thought about this whole thing about um, death and what it's like almost like gaining points within yourself it's like to me i feel that s some part of me m wants to say that it's really you judging yourself at the end because you only know what you've done in your life so at the end i feel like but, but that, we that's if uh, actually that's if you don't believe in god though that's what i'm saying yeah yeah because if you believe in god if you believe in god then that means that if you truly believe that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross for your sins, then you're going to go to heaven, right? And it doesn't matter what you did. You could be a killer. For example, when, they're, when they were crucified up there, there was a fool that was next to him. I don't know if he was a robber or a murderer or something. That fool, one of, the other fool on the left to him was laughing at them, and a crow came and he pecked his eyes out, right? But the mm. fool on the right side, he truly believed in God. And even though he was a killer, I don't know what he was, he actually ended up going to heaven because he had so much faith that... Right there, right when he was dying, se arrepintió, and he was forgiven. You know what I mean? That's if you believe, yeah. the, the, if you believe 
not even religion because I don't believe in religion. I believe in, in the Bible and that's it. Like I don't believe in Catholicism. I don't believe in Christianity. Those, those are all like ru other rules that were made besides the Bible, you know? Mm. But yeah, man. You yeah. So, but, no, yeah, I get it. But speaking about that, like, even though like, uh, like, uh, you know, I, I do believe in God and uh, I, I could follow under the Christian, even though I don't believe in religion, I follow the Bible, right? Yeah. I'm still like, when I die, I'm not afraid, like, where, where I go, whatever, you know? I'm not saying I'm a good person or nothing like that, but I'm not afraid of what's going to happen. When it happens, it's going to happen. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, not afraid yeah. at all, dude. I've been robbed, like, w with a fucking shotgun when I was working in an auto parts store. I wasn't scared. Like, fuck it. If it's my time, it's my time. When this whole COVID shit happened, I didn't care, you know? If it's going to happen, mm. it's going to happen. You, you can't be afraid, you know? Yeah. You know, I got a family and shit, and I love them, but if it's your time, it's your time. You just got to keep living one day at a time, you know? That's the thing that I want to also emphasize with this live. I want to emphasize the fact that if 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 if, if death or the thought of death um, puts you in a certain uh, way of living uh, in your life, then you're not living your full life. Yeah. And 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 if it's getting in the way, then you know that's just um, something to take into consideration that uh, you can't let that you know. <laughs> take over your because basically if you're doing that you're, then you're basically you're dead. not living life you're, yeah, you're, already you're dead. not living you're life living yeah, yeah you're you're living dead exactly. you know what i mean so yep. it's like that's crazy yeah yeah you're, you're and then also people who who are afraid to die you got to mm. think what have they done in their life or what are they doing in their life that they're that they're so mm. afraid that they're gonna go to a place where they're gonna pay for what they've done it's their conscience mm -hmm. you know i mean i'm not saying I'm, I'm i'm the fucking nicest person and the best person but uh i try to you know be fair and be be just live right you know that's yeah. all, you know, that, that's all you can do, right? But uh, that made in the Bible, it says, like, you know, some people, like, they think, you know, in the Mexican culture that, oh, if you do good things, you're going to go to heaven. It doesn't work like mm -hmm. that. All it is, it's real simple. If you really believe that Jesus died, that he came over here and he died for you, you're going to go to heaven. But you got to keep living. You can't, you can't just, like, some fools go to church on Sunday the whole week. They're over here fucking around and, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, and it's not like that either, you know. But it's not. It's not based on acts on what you do. That you do. As a kid, I remember that, bro. As a kid, I remember like my cousins and stuff. Todo pinche toda semana, like you know, being fucking out there, just doing shit. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> smoking, drinking, and talking yeah. all this shit all week long. But by domingo, I stand, I stand, you know, in church and yeah. shit. And we're like, you know, Fool, like you're gonna keep on doing that. So it's like basically saying. Fuck it. Fuck God the whole week. But on Sunday, aquí estoy, God. Aquí estoy, yeah. yeah. They're, they're <laughs> trying to... The yeah, you can't do that, you know? He, he knows yeah. what you're doing, you know? That, that's if you believe in, in, in the Christian God. So a lot of people don't, don't yeah, believe yeah. in that because, you know, be, before they, they pushed that on us, when, when they came to conquer us, like, we believe in other gods, different kind of gods and mm -hmm. stuff, you know? So it just depends. But at the same time, I was talking to my homeboy about that, and he's like, you know what? Like, you know, a lot of people say that, oh, like, that Christian God is not our God. But a lot of us, we have a lot of Spanish blood in us, right? So mm -hmm. that religion, even though you, you, you want to say, no, I'm indigenous and this and that, like we're like half or who knows how much of what, you know? So that could be your religion because you have some, you're a mestizo. Mm -hmm. The fact that it was pushed on you is a different story. But, um, but it's still, you know, I, I still try to read up on, on the old gods and stuff like that, you know? Like Quetzalcoatl is pretty much the, the equivalent of God, you know what I mean? That's why... When, when, when the Spanish came in the horses and he had a beard, they're like, damn, I've never seen a fool on a beard with a horse, you know? 
Because mm. the Aztecs couldn't grow beards, so they tripped out. They thought that was God, you know, because he, he was on a horse and stuff. And that's how they were able to infiltrate. Yeah, You, you sure. hear about that guy? Nah, nah I haven't. Yeah, because there, there was a, there was a, a prophecy that, that, that God was going to come like that. And he, the, the, their God is a, the feathered serpent, Quetzalcoatl. But in a human form, he was supposed to have a beard and look like him. And that's how they mm. got tricked. Yeah, man. That's crazy. And, you know, uh, like the Aztecs, they're really in, into death, but they were saying that all these sacrifices, people said that it was for them. They just wanted to kill people. But realistically, what it is is uh, there used to be some giants that, that had them imprisoned, and the giants mm. would, would make them kill people. And with that blood, like, you know, you know what adrenochrome is? Adrenochrome, yeah, yeah. That, that's okay. the, uh, what, what we release things? on, yeah. Yeah, okay, well, that's what the, the elites drink from, from the kids, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah. before th those giants, they were called the Canaanite, Canaanite giants, which were like Nephilim, right? And uh, mm. a Nephilim is like is uh, the mix of an angel, like the fallen angel that fell from heaven, which is which is a, a demon now, mixed mm -hmm. with the with the with the human woman, and their offspring were giants and shit, right? Oh, so like shit. when Cortez came and they were fighting the Aztecs, they saw a giant amongst the Aztecs fighting. She was like big, like nine, ten feet, and that fool was fucking fighting along them. So. But that's what they say when they find bones, they try to say that there's dinosaurs to, to cover it up. Mm, that's yeah. crazy. Um, but why am I talking Let me you ask this? you this, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, when do you remember the first time you even thinking about death, bro? Like, how young were you? Uh, fuck, I was young, man. Maybe three, four years old. I, I've always thought about it. I think about it. I think about it every day, man. Every day. But, like, like what sparked the thought of, like, I mean... As an innocent child, like, you know, we are yet to be, unless, unless, you know, you're always, you know, exposed to, like, violent movies or whatever, then, you know, you start, you start thinking oh, about it. Oh, yeah, I was really into that, man. I, I used to watch Faces of Death, fucking Traces of Death, all that shit. Oh, man. Faces yeah. of Death? Oh, bro, talking about movies like that, yeah. um, I was into that shit, too, bro. And later on in my life, when uh, internet was, like, you know, the thing, whatever, um, I got the first the first online actual death that I seen, bro, yeah. was that one reporter. I think it was he was a reporter. One that shot last name, with a gun? Nah, oh, no. uh, last name Pearl. I seen that one too, bro. Yeah. I seen that one too. Well, about... his last name is Pearl. Yeah, that, that he got um they, he got abducted or the, the out there in Al Qaeda. Oh, and then they fucking okay. chopped off his that head, was bro. Yeah, I seen that one. I seen that one. That was like that back was in brutal, fucking uh, two thousand and you could see that shit. He's still alive. Yeah, bro, that and yeah. that's the first time that I've seen, like, an online, you know, you know, and of course, now, there's all these fucking narco videos yeah, online and shit. Yeah. Bro, that fucks you up, bro, like, that, seeing um, that shit? You know what? Fuck, uh, like, honest, as a kid, bro. Yeah, as a kid, well, I saw a lot of the faces of death stuff, but for me, I've been desensitized for a long time, you know, so mm. I can see that stuff, and, but I, I just can't see animals being hurt, but people, I don't care. Really? Yeah. I can see oh, a person shit. all day, but not 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 animals. I can't I can't more animals than people, man. To be honest with you, that's crazy. Yeah, man. Wow, huh? Man. That's interesting, bro. Have you looked yeah. into that? Like, like, what is that about? Uh, is that something like um to do with like your I don't know, you know, and maybe like your zodiac sign or some shit? What do you think uh, that's due to? I don't know, dude. I just think I just think uh, 
Like animals, they just they just offer you love and shit. You know, they're not like people. Mm. People, people are evil and shit. They'll turn on you. Have agendas, huh? You know, animals. Yeah. You beat the shit out of a fucking animal. He's still gonna love you. He's still gonna fucking yeah. come and lick you. You know, lick your face That's and true. shit. And That's people, true, people have agendas. Sometimes they're good with you because they want mm-hmm. something and shit. You know what I mean? And animals, yeah, they, they offer nothing but love till you fucking die, till they that's die. True. You know, and people are—it's it's totally different, man. Now okay. Let me ask you this, bro: yeah. Humans are the only type of being in the world that actually commits suicide, bro. What do you think that's due to, man? Actually, you know what? Le- lemmings commit suicide too, but they don't know they're doing it because they're stupid. They—they—they. They, they, uh, <laughs> they, <laughs> For real? Yeah. They, I did not they, know they, that, yeah, bro. Yeah, they—they yeah, they, they run off a cliff and shit. Lemmings, so. When this whole uh, when this whole fucking uh, pandemic was happening and people were following along with that shit, I'm like, look at these fucking lemmings, dude. They're fucking they're jumping <laughs> off the cliff because everyone else is jumping off. Yeah, lemmings, but I don't think they know what they're doing. They just fucking they're dumb. You know, they're dodos. And yeah. <laughs> no, but That's... yeah, but you know what? Uh, what was the something uh, where? Because I believe that if you do do that, que te vas al infierno. That that's that's what we're taught, right? But um, yeah, so, somewhere else. Isn't I there read, a special place that they that, that you go to, like a? Uh, well, supposedly you, you get, Catholic, Catholics called? made up something called purgatory, and now purgatory, and now they say yeah. and now and now they say it doesn't exist. Hmm. But now, but now they say that gays can, can get married. So who who knows what they're gonna think of next and what the policy is gonna be? Whatever, whatever. Uh, I always thought pockets. purgatory. I always thought purgatory was a place of supposedly wait, like middle, a waiting supposedly. area. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but you know the what limbo. Though? Yeah. But you know what, though? All that stuff contradicts itself because uh, mm. in, in limbo, that means, that means we're all in limbo when we die because mm. you're not going to know where you're going to go until God comes back and he judges Judgment. us. Judgment. Yep. Whether you're Catholic or Christian, he's going to come back and the dead are going to rise from the ground, right? And you're going to be judged. So how is there a limbo if we're not judged yet? Mm. But at the same time, our time and God's time is totally different. I don't know how many years of us is one day of God. 1,000. 1,000 years mm-hmm. is one day. So, you know what I mean? So our time is different. Like they, they say that us as humans, we invented time. That it's just a fucking something that they made it up is. to control it us is, and yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So you could look at that too. But uh, for me, I don't think there's no purgatory. I think it's uh, right now you're just waiting or you're in, you're in the spirit world. And you're waiting hasta que, till you get judged, you know? If you believe in, 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 you know, the Bible and what it says, you know? It says that everyone's going to get judged. Now, let me ask you this. What is the most terrifying thing of an outcome possibility for you of an afterlife? What would be the scariest shit for you of an outcome? <laughs> like, uh, oh, like of an afterlife? Like an outcome, like you know, there's know, uh, man, just stories of people that stay, uh, that stay in, in you know, on here on Earth, and they yeah, they just okay. roam around and shit. Right. Yeah, I think I think that sucks because uh, you know, like like the supposedly you know vampires, no, no se pueden morir los vampires and shit, mm-hmm. right? Supposedly, but uh, I think something like that, yeah, where where sigue aquí. A ver, bro, se cortó, bro. I can't hear you. You know, okay. Oh, there, there it goes. Broken. There it Battery goes. Battery yeah. But, but, uh, you know, they say que, este, como te mueres, you don't worry about nothing. All that shit doesn't yeah. exist. Money doesn't exist. You don't got to worry about shit, you know? But if you yeah. stay here, you're going to keep worrying about all these fucking things that are happening. Diseases that can happen, you know, fucking, uh, you could lose your money, you could lose your job, 
from when you're dead, that shit doesn't exist anymore. But I keep seeing the word dead, but based on all the studies that I did, um, I don't think we die. Our body dies. We keep living. You know, you, you, you keep living, dude. You don't, your, your body doesn't, your body dies, but you keep living. Hmm. You know, man. So and, that would be your scariest thing or what? Uh, kind of like staying here on earth, like yeah, roaming yeah. around. Yeah. 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 yeah because see, a lot of people are afraid to die, but that's actually better, dude. <laughs> You're not here anymore. <laughs> you don't have to worry about this life. You don't have to worry about living and everything. You know, it's the truth. Yeah. So, la gente tiene miedo. They got you scared. But, uh, and then, like, my mom would tell me, like, oh, you're going to go to hell. And I'd be like, hey, that's cool. All my, all, 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 all my, all my, favorite, all my favorite bands in there and shit. All my favorite friends. I'll be kicking them with them, you know? Yeah. Oh, te vas a quemar. Like, you know what? Me voy a imponer. I'll get used to that shit, dog. We smell like carnitas over there, you know? That's crazy, though. I mean, that's, um, you know, one, uh, one movie that really uh, stuck in my mind about hell and stuff, like, the how hell would look like. Have you ever seen Bill and Ted uh, part two? Uh, a long time ago. No, no me acuerdo, but I know there's a little devil dude that comes out, right? There's a or scene, there's a scene that, um, and this, this, this actually trips me out, bro, because that scene or that, you know, compilation of a scene stayed in my fucking mind as a kid for so fucking long. And that was, to me, that was what death or the afterlife is like. Check it mm. out. So there's a part where Bill and Ted are like, uh, they're they're in hell, right? And they're trying to escape hell. And um, they go into this one hallway of a bunch of doors on each side, and they're going through the doors, right, through to see what's in it, to see maybe there's an exit. So each door is like a, a passage to one of their minds, of their memories. Oh shit! They they see a, a memory of of I think it's uh, Bill's grandma, like, you know, really old, having a birthday, uh, you know, celebration, um, uh, you know, like about to blow the candles and the, and the birthday cake. Uh, Ted sees, um, what does he see? Like uh, something in, in, his, in, in, his, in his childhood about a, a, a rabbit, you know, you know, and, and, and it's a bunch of shit. So that made me think like we look back into our lives in order to go forward into our afterlife. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. damn, that's some crazy shit. You know, that that's like a, as a kid, bro, you know, as a kid thinking that way, thinking like, damn, what a crazy concept yeah. to to consider of what's after this world. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you know what, too? Uh, what are they called? Uh, I think it's, it's they're called OBEs, out-of-body experiences. Mm. And I just mm. remember right now, um, there was one. The homie Flo. Flo had one, bro. He oh, said, shit. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah they're, 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 I, I was listening to that, and it said that... Uh, the person uh, had had died. I don't know if, if, if they took off their, their their oh yeah they took off their teeth because they had dentures. They took off the dentures and they put them in a cart, and then oh. and then um they uh they're trying to resuscitate him and his his body left. Uh, I mean his soul left the body right, and he was able to see on top and hover and see what's happening right. And the doctor was all mad and shit. Oh we're losing them and he's like fucking mad and, and yelling at everybody and shit. And he saw that they put the teeth in that little tray. So afterwards, he actually came back. He, he, he said he was, it was peaceful. He loved how, 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 how everything was. And he didn't want to come back. But he ended up coming back into his body. He got resuscitated. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for his teeth. And they couldn't find him. And he goes, oh, yeah. You guys put the teeth right there. And they found mm -hmm. him. Like, how do you know? Because I was up there. And I was able to see 
and I, and I was able to see where you guys put the teeth at, you know. So yeah. you're you're able you're able to see, man. And uh, the the crazy thing, oh check it out, dude. Uh, when uh, when we had the the funeral, it was on the seventh of January, and uh, so I had my dad right there in the front, and I, 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 like 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 uh, in front of his head. Like, let's say where his head is at, on, on either side, I've got two candles hanging from some chains. One at the foot, one at his head, on either side of the coffin. It was the, the, length, the lengthwise. And my brother, he was like, he was kind of drinking and shit. Because it was, it was fucking, uh, it was too much for him, you know? And I knew, I knew he wasn't going to do that because he was drinking and drinking and shit. Everyone copes with everything, however they can handle it, right? So, mm -hmm. that's what I'm making, right? So, then, uh, he, he, he was going crazy and, like, just drinking, right? And my mom goes, hey, Jose, este, Charles, está malo, you know, like, he, he's still drinking. He goes, stop him. So I went out there, and he was throwing up like crazy, right? So he's throwing up, and I'm like, hey, you know, okay, fuck it, let it out, whatever. And then, um, and then his girlfriend showed up, and I was going to make my way in. Once she showed up, I was making my way in. And when I made my way in, my mom goes, Jose, Jose, dile que, dile que to stop her, you know, like, the fucking, the candle was shaking like crazy. The candle was mm -hmm. shaking. And I went up to the candle. So my mom went up to the candle, and she held it. She held the candle. And then she was telling the candle, yeah, está bien, está bien, aquí está José, aquí estamos, you know, like, like you can rest in peace, you know. And when, when I walked in to the, to the, to the, to the room, I saw, the, I saw that the candle was moving. So, like, I saw with my own eyes that it was moving Damn. because he, he was like, no estaba en paz because mm -hmm. my brother was throwing up and shit, you know. He was, and he was outside, you know. And I kept telling my, my brother, like, hey, man, you need to calm down. This, this is like, these are like the last four hours that you're ever going to see him, you know, in the flesh, dog. You know, you got to relax, you know. But that's the way he, he, he coped with it was, was mm. like that. Because they, they, also what I was hearing is like um, that, um, that, you know, b before they, they move on to, to, to the afterlife, um, they, let's say you're going to have a wake or something, that they're there. They show up there. Luego se van. That's what so I'm about then, to ask you too, bro. Like, yeah. if you believe that that, that you see yeah. your own yeah. self, your own funeral. Yeah, you do see it. You do see it. And, yeah. and, and then before before you kick off, pero luego that night, uh, me and my wife went to uh, to get some tacos because it ended up pretty. It ended up pretty early. Como las ocho, las nueve. We went to get tacos, and I, I ate like too many and shit, so I was kind of gassy. So I kept sitting up and shit, right? And all of a sudden, I kept sitting up. Y como las dos me levanté, and uh, I couldn't sleep. And I was just looking out into my into my bedroom, into the darkness, right? And I'm just staring at the darkness, and all of a sudden, uh, I, uh, I I I see something like like floating dog, like a like 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 lights, kind of like like a, the shape of a as like 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 a like a like an oblong egg with like a head on it, floating dog, and it had like kind of greenish yellowish lights around it, like a glow around it, and um, then all of a sudden, I started feeling like something was touching my left arm dog and i was like what the fuck is that so i so i kind of touched to see what it was maybe it's, it's a bug or something an ant or something so then after that i laid down and i felt it again dog, like i like a touch like that and then i and then i slapped at it and then it went away right hmm. so then este i'm not sure if the next night or or no i think later on that that night at three in the morning i woke up again and this time um, uh, I, I, you know, I sat up again and shit, and I was looking at the darkness, and I saw it again. But this time it had like purples and like neon greens and shit. It was just floating around, dog. And everywhere I looked, if I looked to the right, I would see it. If I looked to the left, I would see it. 
And then all of a sudden, I started seeing, like, rays coming out of it, dog. And I believe it was him. I believe it was him, like, making, like, the last, the, the last fucking time, you know? The last visit and shit, dog. Crazy. Yeah. That's For sure, it was him, dog. That's good. It happened the day of the, of the, of the funeral. How do you and, think and, that works, bro? Because I heard sometimes I mean that, that they come into your dreams and shit. How do you I think that works, bro? I, I haven't had that, dog, but but um, that I don't know, man. I think with your dreams, I think that's probably you thinking about it so much. There's sometimes that you watch movies and they're scary movies, and then you mm. dream about scary shit because the scary movie, th that was the last thing that was in your mind, you know? Pero también, ¿sabes qué? Este, I, was, I was on YouTube, and there's some food that has a spirit box which was like a little, oh, a little static shit. thing, right? I heard about it. I've seen those things too. Yeah. Y el vato contacts, um, he contacts like dead rappers and shit like that, right? Mm -hmm. So he's like, hey, you too can get this fucking spirit box app. <laughs> so I looked it up and that shit had a pentagram. I'm like, fuck, but I'm not going to download nothing with no fucking <laughs> pentagram. So I looked at other ones that didn't have a pentagram and I downloaded that shit, right? And all of a sudden I turned it on and I'm driving. I'm driving from like Pasadena to like Monrovia on the 210. And I left it on, and I just keep hearing different voices from different places that I was at from of spirits and shit. And this day, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, dog, I hear Jose, Jose, exactly oh, his shit. voice. It was him. It, yeah, it was him. No más que me paniqué. I don't know what the hell to think, dog. And I, I just, I didn't respond, you know. Pero that's what yeah. I heard. So when I told my brother about it, and then we went to go pick up the ashes, and uh, my, my brother had the ashes at home. And I told him about it. I said, hey, look, this is what happened. Now. Look, I heard the voice. So he ended up downloading the app himself. También. He ended up downloading the app. And then when he, when, when he got it, he, we had the ashes there. And we were both trying it and shit. And all of a sudden, he goes, Charlie, like that, dog. He, he, he heard his dad, like, right there when I was there. So then, so then he, he had the app, and he kept fucking with it later on, but it didn't work anymore. And I'm thinking, fuck, maybe... Maybe because only I can can hear shit like that because cause, cause I have faith in a bunch, you know, in God, or I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. He just has never been able to connect spiritually with, with things, you know what I mean? And so I had to be there, you know, and he heard it. He was, he was tripping out. He said, oh, that was him. And he's like, Dad, Dad, are, are you here? Are you there? I'm right here. And his ashes are there. And, you know, and that was the only time that I, that I heard it when he was there. So he was tripping out like, damn, that's crazy, you know? But after that, he kept trying it on his own. And he never, uh, he never saw it. He never heard it again, you know. And he never saw anything. And then my mom goes, "Hey, have you had him visit you anymore?" I'm like, "No, nah, just, just that one night of the funeral, and that was it." You know. And, have you ever seen the movie uh, "White Noise"? Uh, sounds familiar, dog. I probably saw it back in the day when I was a kid. Cause it's, it's like a, a, it's like a late '90s movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I think late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly about that, bro. That um, his this guy's wife dies. And uh, he, there's some other guy that had just lost his son, I believe. And he, he came up on this concept of um, being able to put together a, a stereo to capture frequencies of the dead, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because, it, because yeah. you know what? They are, that, that's real. They're, they're uh, it's locked. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're in a different frequency. Um, yep. They're, they're like in a lower frequency. Because mm -hmm. you know what? The... The world and everything, it functions off of frequencies and shit. Like it the does, music, yep. the music that you listen to, if it has a low frequency, it's gonna make you stupid. It's gonna mm -hmm. make you dumb. It's gonna make you fight. It's gonna make you do stupid shit. But if you listen yep. to music with high frequencies, you could be playing the same shit, the same melody. But if you fuck with the frequency, you you you'll affect how people feel when they listen to it. Yeah. 
No más que la gente no sabe. That's true, bro. That's the, that's yeah. our job to let them know it's all frequencies, dog. Like everything. Uh, también when you hang out when you hang out yeah. with people that are like that, they they lower your frequency too. You want to hang out with people that have a high frequency, they, you know, that you're gonna, you know, get positive shit from them. They call yeah, it vibes no, and shit, sure. but it's really frequency. It's frequencies, bro. Yeah. yeah. And and what do you think? Do you think the dead um, lie in the frequency higher or lower than us? What do you they're, think? I think I think they're lower. They're lower. Lower? Because they're because they're not alive. But wouldn't that make it more stronger than 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 actual living? Because it's, it's because if you're like half you know spiritual and half carnal, yeah. wouldn't that be that you're fully spiritual, which is should raise the frequency or not? Nah? What do you think? But but I think I think when you're when you're alive, your frequency is high because you're because you're alive. I would have to look into it to be honest with you. But uh, yeah, I'm not sure neither. But I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> también, también, también what happens too? My wife was telling me, hey, be careful with that shit because. A lot yeah. of times, the, the demons and shit, they know that you're hurting. They know mm -hmm. what's happening. And they, they'll trick your ass and shit. Like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Mm -hmm. and shit like that, you know? The devil could, could, could transform himself into to whatever the fuck he wants. And, like, people think of him that he's all ugly and he got the horns. But he was one of the most nah. beautiful angels in heaven, dog. Yep. He was, and he was in charge of music. Now, uh -huh. music, music right now is a big thing. All these kids are being controlled with all this mumble rap and all this fucked up music that mm -hmm. before these fools were not into satanic shit, but now they're into satanic shit, all these rappers and shit. It's all satanic now. And it's all, it's got yep. all these fucking messages in it and behind it. And they're making <coughs> fucking chick, chicks and little kids be all fucking sexually active and twerking mm -hmm. and the gay agenda <laughs> and un un underlining the shit. I mean, so it's just, they want to turn it into Sodom and Gomorrah, done. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's for sure, bro. Este, so now when we talk about um, the many different ways that that the afterlife can be like now, how yeah. has that affected you, bro? Like just just considering the fact that there's all uh, these different possibilities what? of what can uh, be. I don't think about it, dude. I don't think about it. I just uh, I just fuck it. And whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And I'm going to I'm going to be ready. Mm. You know, I'm going to be ready. You know, like. When it's my time, it's my time, dog. I, I, you know, so I just try to live every day without even thinking about that shit. I don't, I don't worry about that shit, dog. I, of course, I'm not going to yeah. do stupid shit and run in front of a fucking car or, or fuck with people. I just live as normal and, and every fucking day at a time. And I don't worry about that, dog, at all. I'm not afraid, you know, even if they say you're sick or some shit, fuck it, dog, you know. And then I have so much faith in God that if I was to get something, but basically, if that's enfermo, you're going to last this much, and that's it. I'm still not going to be afraid, dog, because I, not that I know where I'm going, but it's just like I have my, my faith is that strong, you know, and, and my beliefs, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Because uh, that's the thing, bro. Like, we can't, we can't really prepare for death. I mean, how, how, can, how can a human prepare for death? You can't, especially, yeah, especially it's if it's, yeah, especially if it's out of the blue, you know? Say a, a car just runs you over some shit, something un unplanned, something that wasn't, something unforeseen, you know what I mean? And they say that, I don't know if you ever heard. And a charger cable. Nah, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell my son to give me a battery real quick. Oh, it's all out. good? <laughs> is, is, I don't know if you ever heard that when people die out of the blue, like if something that was just unforeseen, like quickly, like a quick death out of nowhere, yeah. that they are like, they stay on earth. 
not knowing uh, what the fuck just happened. And I don't know if you ever heard that because I've heard that before. I'm no, not sure how much. I have, I haven't, I haven't heard of that, but I don't think it's real because like, once you're dead, you're dead. You know, like it doesn't mm. matter how, it doesn't matter how you die. Like for example, that uh, that rat that was trapped, right? It was like it was like moving and crying for its life, and all of a sudden, in a second, his life was over when I smashed him. Mm. You know what I mean? But that's a rat. But still, it's life. It's living. It's, it's life, a living yeah. thing. You know. So um, no, nah, I, 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 I don't think that's that's real, though, because once you die, you die. You you you're either alive or you're dead. That's it. You know. It doesn't matter if it went if it happened fast, if it happened slow. I think if it's worse, if it happened slow. Now, how much, how much truth is there to people that have come back from, from like an OBE, I believe or like that. a near, or like a near death experiences? Yeah. Like, how much truth is there that where they went is actually where you will be once you really die? Uh, I I I believe I believe that, dog, but they get a they get a they get a glimpse into that, you know. But at the same time, it's like, why, why them? Well, you know, why did they get to come back? You know? Yeah. I think about that shit. You know. That's a that's a crazy thing to consider, bro. Like, why so? Think, why certain people get to see uh, a glimpse, and others just directly go there? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think I think because it's it's not their time to go, dude. So 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 they come back. Um, my, my mom, she, she had, she had one of those out of body experiences and this is before mm. it was the internet before all that, this was like the 1980s. And, um, she says that, uh, that she, that she, she, she died. Right. And that she saw like a big ass ton of light, like a ton of light. Mm. She was like floating towards it. Right. And then all of a sudden, um, God was telling her like, Hey, you know what? Like, it's not, it, it's, it's not the time. To, to diet, have your kids and shit. You're, you're gonna come back, and then she said she remember she came mm -hmm. back and she was back. She was back to life, you know. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. What's up? What's up, Crafty? Hey, Manny. You know how to tap in about this conversation? <laughs> interesting, huh? Yeah, it's always been interesting to talk about this. I know. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to talk about this, and people looked at me like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> Believe me, I've seen that look. <laughs> it's more of like, you know, I, I kind of am open to any idea, really. I mm -hmm. mean, the, the, look at us. We exist. So the fact that we exist is already is incomprehensible. So mm -hmm. what we don't know is uh, it's even more mysterious. I think that, like, if you've ever encountered something or experienced anything, I think special in a way that like you've already opened up you know the um i guess that you left the door open for that to to to, to slide you know what i'm saying like they yeah. say that like if your pineal gland is not calcified then you have more of a chance to experience something unworldly right so like mm. from a very young age you know my mi abuelita la seguían los animas uh -huh. And um, they say that certain people can experience. There are certain people that can't. I don't know what that has to do with, you know, anything. But I was, more open. I am one of those people that, you know, I have mm -hmm. experienced um, some crazy shit. I mean, I'm talking about mm. when I was a kid, me jalaban las cobijas. Oh, shit. So um, back, back in the day, we used to live in a house. Uh, it was a pretty big house, and it always creeped out 
I was weirdly attached to it. And um, everybody that came around felt like, esa casa, you know, either they opened a portal there, because it was different mm. spirits coming in and out. Some, sometimes it was like a lot of men. I would hear a lot of men voices as soon as I would go to my, in my room, and then I'd go drag my dad and be like, do you hear that, bud? Do you hear that? He's like, nah. Mm. So I'm like, oh, my God, am I going crazy? I'm in the little closet door. The, the, the little knob would wiggle. Um, I would wake up with my Kobe husband, like, you know, carried down. And I would pull them, and some force would pull them back. And, um, you know, stuff like that. I was um, just talking to my sister about this. One time I was just like, it was like maybe 6, 7 p.m. And I was putting my stuff away in my backpack. And I'm putting the stuff away in the backpack. And then all of a sudden I go back like this because somebody grabbed my hood. And oh, snap. And my sister see me like jerk back. And she was like, Mindy, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. And like I ran and I was like, you know, to my grandma, because I felt like my grandma was the only one that could give me an explanation to all of this. And. She's like, no te preocupes. They just, they just want to bother you, but they they mean no harm. And I'm like, oh, shit. But if you only knew what harm I feel. <laughs> so, yeah, like, talking about this, I feel like, oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Because- you know what's crazy? You said about the pineal gland. Like, there's a lot of people who have that because a, a lot of people that don't know a lot of shit, man, or, like, they don't see the truth of what's happening out right now, you know? They, they can't. It, they listen to everything and um i think it's because of the water because of the fluoride and shit you know there's something because i was talking to the homie marvelous and mm. uh, and uh you i'm like hey, why why do people they're dumb because so, they're dumbed down dumb. their pineal gland is calcified I'm like, but but why aren't we like that we don't probably consume what they're eating who knows you know but it depends on the body también, bro, because a lot of people get reaction over the vaccines and some people don't. You know what I mean? So I, I guess it depends on the person, too. Yeah, no, well, me and that's what don't have it. So. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? We don't have it. Working. I never got the vaccines, bro. I, I ain't never get that shit. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. I, I'm young. I'm healthy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they say, For sure. If, if you catch the C word, if you catch the C word, that's the best vaccine you can get because you already caught it. Yep. To me, that's yes, yep. it's just a flu, dog, but that's a different fucking episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what they're saying? Nah, for sure. You know what they're saying too? Like, if you if you if you got the, the injection, because there's some uh-huh. shit that I don't even want to talk about because I don't want to get caught slipping, but there's something in there that, like let's say if you have sex with somebody, le vas a pasar la, la, la enfermedad or whatever it was in the vaccine. Oh shit. Yeah. So Michael, some Magic Johnson type, but that's all I'm gonna say. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, though. Yeah, I was saying that, hey. but they're saying that it has like twelve strains of that in there. Uh, oh snap! Yeah. That's great. I'm, I'm I'm glad I didn't get that shit. <laughs> Yo, Crafty, like, what is your take though on like this whole when we were talking about right now? I mean, uh, and uh, Jose, um, what is your take on the frequencies and what do you think? I mean, because we're all made out of frequency and energy and shit like that. I remember when I used to do a lot of, you know, you know, shit like, you know, smoke and do all this shit. I would get into these mindsets, like mentality of thinking like I would think of kinds of bugged out shit. You know what I mean? And I thought of this thing that never left me. You know what I mean? 
that what if we just become energy that flows through whatever it can flow through a house and that's how we can manipulate shit because we flow through it like whatever you know like water through the fucking ocean you know what i mean that makes a lot of sense i mean it does and we are molecules we're part mm -hmm. of, um my car is molecules you know what i'm saying like everything is comprised of how tightly knit these particles are you know put together in reality when we look at like us compared to numbers, because you can't talk about frequency without talking about numbers, right? Like mm -hmm. you can basically plot every single point of a molecule on a graph. You know what I'm saying? And what would that equation look like? You know what I'm saying? So mm. our frequencies, we are operating at a certain frequency. This is what, what earth is to us. You feel me? Like this is, mm -hmm. Personally, and this is going off topic a little bit, but I don't believe that we live on a globe. That's just me. Yeah. I, I ask the question. Yeah. And not give, you know, don't serve me my reality. Let me question it. Because, you know what? This is what makes us different from being animals. We are able to think about this shit and actually, like, think against it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can rebel. Let me add to that Antarctica. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Antarctica. That's all I gotta say. Why? Antarctica. Yep. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Admiral Byrd. Admiral Byrd. Admiral, so, say no more, bro. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So we there. Um. So what was I saying? Yeah. So we're operating in a frequency. I think that when we pass, um, you know the. It, this is facts. Like energy cannot be um, created nor destroyed. Therefore, it can. Mm -hmm transport we become something else okay we are only here and i've said it uh i said it last week we are spiritual beings experiencing a physical reality a human reality we are here operating like avatars like this is our mm. our avatar something like that that's how i think of it so when we die our energy goes to the next realm Right in this realm, we're able to understand a little bit better. Um, it's more of a unison, you know what I'm saying? You know how they say, like, we go back to God? We do, we go back to you know, the same source in which we were made, the same, the same molecules in which we were made. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, I completely understand that, you know, I, I understand that. We, it's like a shell. We let go of that shell and we get into a new shell and it's like a whole, but now how do you feel about this concept here? Do we recycle? And what I mean by recycle is like, is it, do we like come? Yeah, well, reincarnate, yeah, but like recycle is in the way that like basically our souls get, come back, but we, we take off, we take something from each life okay. and we add it, it adds to our soul. This is my collected thinking. This is not at all something I read and I believe. This is just my, mm -hmm. you know, info that I've gathered. You know, they say like heaven and hell, right? Heaven is where you leave a positive energy and you leave in a positive energy mm -hmm. out the way. But when you leave in a negative energy, I think that energy stays stuck to earth, right? I think that... Mm this is what hell is, is to be able to have to like reincarnate or recycle into some other being, other form, so that we can learn the lessons or see what we need to see before we go to the next, you know, realm. And I think that mm. it 
heaven and hell to me is like positive and negative. And if you think about mm. you know, how physics operate, like we are operating on positive and negative fields. This is polarities, like, huh? Magnetism, frequency, mm -hmm. energy, all that shit is like really all that shit is the same language. It's yeah. Like, so like to me, we're here, but we're we're like in a in the physical 3D form of us. Mm -hmm. Eventually we'll go to the 4D, the 5D. Sacred you, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's all intertwined. Was mm. that your uh question? Did I answer that question? No, no, no. I mean, we're just, you know, chatting back and forth about, you know, because that, that's that's the thing that I want to, you know, do with this live, with these lives is just spark fucking ideas. You know what I mean? Spark, you know, get people fucking thinking because I know people don't even want to even have this in their mind because some people can't even fucking like, you know, you know, they can't function thinking about this type of shit. And, and I get it. You know, I've been in that shit. You know, I've been in that funk. The worst you can do is assume that you know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be open to, like, conversation and just being open to listening. Being open to, like, be teachable, right? You got to be teachable. Mm -hmm. And just be like, nah. Because that's, that's, that that's not what was taught in first grade. Well, guess what? They've been teaching you and me the same shit. It's called indoctrination. You yeah. want something and you're supposed to believe in that. But what if, what if you, can't, you, you can't necessarily see it, but it exists? Kind of like air? Like, we can't, uh -huh. we can't see it, but we know it's there. We can measure it. We can feel it. We can process it. Our body knows what to do with it. So, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, man. I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> you know that meme that, like, oh, suddenly you forget what you're talking about? That's <laughs> nah, I get you. Like, what is the first time that you thought about death that you can remember as a kid? And how did that affect you? Um... I think when I when when it was closest to me as a kid, obviously like people passed, but it wasn't until mm -hmm. twelve, twelve years old, rest in peace, my cousin Chato, who was also like a brother to me. He used to take me to school, he used to be like, Miha, what do you wanna be when you grow up? And I used to be like, I wanna be a chola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <He was laughs> so that I remember him a lot. And uh when he passed, that shit was crazy because listen to this. It changed everything. It changed the way I see things. It made me more spiritual. Why? Mm. Because the week before he passed, I dreamed of him. And in that dream, I was like, I hella miss my cousin Chato. I want to see him. This is when he went back to um, the San Fernando Valley and with his mom, Mitya Chona, was down there. So I hella missed him. And me dio las ganas de decirle a mi dad. And Something told me to tell him, and I didn't. Coming to find out, my grandma had the same dream. And we didn't oh, communicate on it. We just let it be. We, we just, like, went on with life, missing him that week without telling my dad or telling nobody, really. Mm. Later, um, he passes. Um, he got shot, and, um, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, I told my grandma, I was like, damn. I had just dreamed of him. And my grandma was like, 
I did too, actually. I did, I, I should have said something. I felt like I should have said I'm like, I felt like I should have said something too. And I explained to her that in this dream, I, I, I told my dad, dad, let's go see my cousin Chato. And then he was like, let's go. And we were driving and on the way there, you know, we were so excited and we were like, wow, I can't believe that this is the last time we're going to go see him. Llegamos y al llegar abrimos las puertas and everybody got to get out and, and hug him except for me. I went around the left side and behind the van at the moment we had a van and um, my dream ended and I never told hmm. anybody and I told my grandma this and she's like that's that's what I dreamt of that I told your dad uh, that we needed to go and we should have went and we were we felt guilty we felt like we had the responsibility to like but understand our spirituality and our intuition and what it was saying and we should have just spoke on it but we're still afraid of what people are going to think of us because we're like ooh and then yeah. like it's a real thing if you exist if i exist and death exists and everything exists all at once and it's in the same realm so eventually this energy will you know what i'm saying that's the first time yeah. obviously because i experienced it and like his cut his brother used to live with us and when he came back um from the funeral uh he like sacó todo el dinero y todas las cosas en su en su pocket and the one of the dollar bills was rolled up and that's the same way my cousin Chato used to roll them up for the uh, mm. it's he used to be like here to domingo you know and and he <laughs> roll the dollars up so who but him could have done that? I mean, yeah. um, another incident with him, and this is why this is why I really tapped into my spiritual side is because I don't know how they do it, but they they definitely could see us, could definitely peep in and and, and check in or whatever. Because one time um, it was it was a really windy night, but it wasn't. It, like a windy night cannot pick up a basketball and start playing with it like blah, 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 and then stop like a like dribbling you know what i'm saying like that doesn't happen and this is exactly what happened that same night um when his mom coming from san, Ver san fernando valley came over and uh, we had a bunch of family over and me my grandma all uh, we were sleeping on the same um area and we hear the basketballs and they're like, Mimi, you didn't put away the basketballs. It was your obligation. And I was like, I did. Everything was in the bin. So how did it come out? But then the ball started actually dribbling. Mm. Like not, not like, like little dribbles on the floor. It was more like playing. Somebody was playing with the ball. And uh. there's a little window at the top, at the very top. Because this is like the, the, como se llama? This was downstairs, in the, like an in-law unit. So like it's a lower level um, casita y, y las, las ventanas están hasta arriba de, del, del techo. De, you know what I'm saying? Like real close to the, the ceiling. Yeah. Now at the same time, while we're talking about like the balls, we see, we're all looking at the little window because it's right in front of us and the ball goes right across the window what the fuck wait and so that's why earlier i was like what do y'all think about like physically low like i've experienced it physically mm. you know like the ball actually moving across somebody pulling my my cobijas at night i'm pulling back and they pull them you know what i'm saying and like all we could do is pray 
and and hope that whatever good is gonna like overpower any bad energies and we're stronger that way yeah but what again what is bad energy i think bad energy is the people that are stuck here that have yet to make it out in a positive way they need to keep doing it until they do it you know what i'm saying that's why choosing to live in a positive way whether you're spiritual or you're catholic or you yeah Buddhist, whatever you choose to be, as long as that path allows you to live a positive life, you can make it to mm. the realm. Otherwise, you're going to exactly. stay in a negative energy, negative, you know, fields. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's all connected. So, mm -hmm. we have electricity in our body, right? You know that, right? Like in our in yeah. our in our synapses. We have, we are like humans that have electricity in, in us. And that's why magnets and um, even like music is, is really, really like, it does something to us. Have you ever seen those? Okay, I'm super off topic now. Super off topic. No, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, it all eventually comes back because um, yeah. it all has to. It's like there's things that stem from the actual, you know, topic, but it stems because these connections you've made in your life that have to do with what we're talking about. And um, I was going to ask you um, now as for you mentioned energy and, and, and the energy that we give out and whatnot. Um, poltergeist, you know, the poltergeist is energy that we put out that creates certain things um and it, it just so happens that it created you know these beings that you know it's like haven't you ever been in a home where there's people that have been arguing and and that argument puts out a certain vibe that vibe is not just a fucking feeling because of you know you hear them arguing even if you had all those those those, those noise canceling headphones on and you just seen them fucking talking and you don't even know what the fuck they're talking about you can the energy, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel the thickness in the air, that's and that's the energy. Yes. Yep. We 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 fail to believe that we have that sixth sense to feel. You don't mm -hmm. necessarily have to understand, but it's more than understanding. It's like you mm -hmm. there. It is. Like, how can something just be? Something yeah. be necessarily, but somehow you. It just breeds. But how do we mm. make that stronger is my mm. point. Like, I want to make that stronger. But we live in a, in a world where McDonald's is accessible to us and everything that we eat and all the vaccinations or whatever we, put, we choose to put in our body is really like, it's kind of dumbing us down, thickening us. I think, I don't know, we're putting out a lot of negative energy. Mm. I think it's, yeah, right. it's easier nowadays to 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 take on the uh, emotion of anger. It's easier. It's just easier, you know. I mean, there's too many, there's too many daily things that triggers that's easy for us to just fall into. I mean, come on, just to drive to work, that pisses the fuck out of me, you know. Like it just, it's just, it's just, you know. But also, you have to, you know, factor in the 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 key aspect that we are all in a rush. Like, it ain't just you. It's every fucking one has to be in a rush at all times because there's just, you know, 
so many hours in the day and you know you have to get all these things accomplished but i think yeah i mean it, it's just society you know mm-hmm. it's just the way that it's just it's crazy it's, it's crazy just to you know what i mean but um as for um because i asked jose this um that what would be your most frightening outcome of what an afterlife can be like like what would be your your you know just most most frightening afterlife it never ending like what never ending like this your current life yeah like how much how much like you know i we 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 get heartbroken family passes Mm. yeah shit happens in your life Mm -hmm. okay but we know that 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 is temporary so we make the best out of it because we know that there's something else Mm. but what if it never was it's like that saying of like we just never even were like because if you think about it in the blink of an eye it's like we live this life and then like we go to sleep every night which is kind of like practice of death. Uh-huh. But yeah. once you get to that finish line, which is actual death, it's like you blink and it's like you never even were. This is the type of think, thinking that I would do as, you know, as a youngster. I, I would lose complete sleep. Like I would just, I fucking swear, I, would just, I, I, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep and just thinking about this shit. And like, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, I came up with all these different fucking aspects of what can this afterlife be like. Mm-hmm. I even thought of this 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 one theory of uh, what if if we're horrible people in life, what if we experience our worst moment in this life over and over again as a fucking loop, over and fucking over again? What if that's just gonna be eternity for us? Getting hurt, like we mm. physical world. Hmm. What if in, That's the, true. in the next dimension or realm or whatever, ooh, I always think about like the Aztec calendar being like the sun, the source and the inside mm. and like different realms, different dimensions, different things. Oh, okay. Etapas, you know? That's fucking interesting. I ain't never thought about it that way. Like, yeah, like sure. Just being like hopped on over to the next, you know, ring. Mm. That's how I'll be thinking about it, but you know, whatever. And then the Aztec calendar itself has a lot of connections to death. Mm-hmm. The serpiente, the serpiente. Yep. That's like the other symbol um, thing. So it it was it was a shared knowledge between the whole world without them having to like have access to one another as easily, or or maybe they did. We never know. Yeah. See. All these things, you know, uh, like I was talking to Jose, like one thing that really messed me up was watching all these like, you know, and even more so now with the whole um, um, narco videos and shit. I don't know if you ever seen any of those. Uh, yeah. What did that do to you the first time you see something like that? Um, people have no respect for life. <laughs> um, and here I am, like, scared of shit. Hmm. And so... 
I just, you know, so it was shocking at first to, to know that my way of thinking or my way of living or understanding something is good, something is wrong, something is right. It is it, swallowed in a different way for everybody that has a different perspective. So it kind of expanded like, oh, shit, like anything goes. Mm. Anything. Yep. And. um like I said, you know, there must be an ending to all of this. Our own ending. For everybody, there's going to be an ending. Because everybody died. Mm-hmm. We're all mm-hmm. here and then we all die. That's a fact. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. That's the beauty. That's the beauty of life. That no matter how rich, no matter how poor, no matter what you own, no matter what kind of person you were, we all have a demise. We all end up in the same place. I would hope, no. <laughs> I mean, or, you know, together again and whatever. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Nowadays, I've been hearing a lot about, uh, what is that called? Um, uh, where they freeze the body. Oh, yeah. But they, oh, but they haven't uncovered. They still, they, they're yet to, to um, you know, thaw any actual person. No, it'll take a while. But, you know, they're already collecting who we are as a person and every single move that we do based on our phone. Mm. I think that they're going to just, where do you think our data goes? Mm-hmm. Where, where is it? Why is it being sold? Like, what data? The data that's, like, being recorded on this phone right now. How, how yeah. long you're in, on Instagram or how long it took you to click on that profile. And then right after that profile, it's, it's like calculating. It has... Yeah. You're building its genetics right now. So the fact that you can take those genetics maybe in a thousand years, put it back into that corpse, and you get the essence of the person, but that energy has been gone, has been transferred. Yeah. Or maybe it doesn't because you're keeping the body alive. Who knows? That's, that's an interesting way of looking at it because it's like, is the soul still there though? Like, or is it just like a robot? You know what I mean? Well, soul, that soul, that energy, right? Your energy. Yeah. So like, yeah, exactly. We'll, ha- we'll, we'll know when we know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. See, that's another thing too. Like, how about that whole theory of um, uh, like, a, like a simulation? There's a lot of there's a lot of um reasons to believe that this could be a simulation. This is a simulation. This is we yep. have a three D simulation. And this is a simulation. A four D simulation. Yep. That's nuts. That's, so I, I, I feel, you know, it's eternity. Yeah. But it's in a different way. We get to live it in a different way. Experience it in a different way. We the next realm probably won't look like us. It won't be physical. Mm. Remember, we're in a 3D and a 4D is, is it's a little bit more of a complex way to see things. Like, I don't know. X-ray. Yeah. Know. Looking looking through walls, X-ray like a like a fucking like bird's a eye view of everything. Computer would because what do robots call us? They're they're gonna call mm. us gods because we created them. Mm. Dang, so, see. It, and so, therefore, you know, we got to see it in the in how they would see the world. How would a computer see the world? How would a robot see the world? Because that's mm. that's that's the four D. That's where you know what I'm saying. We're their gods, Dang. but we're gonna fade out, and they're then the, 
eventually they're going to create the next realm and they're going to they're going to transfer the energy over to the 5D now the question is would our souls eventually land in that realm once humans have completely abolished bouncing into the next realm you know the next yeah. next layer you know and i think the robots are probably going to create that next layer for us because what happens to the 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 robots energy then mm. it goes to the 5d hmm. whatever that looks like so we are changing forms right now we're human dang that's fucking interesting I mean, imagine that, that we're just in, a, we're just in between stages of, of um, even saying like mutation or <laughs> transformation into another type of being. That's fucking nuts. There you go. You got it. That's crazy. That's just like, if I have some weed, I'll fucking smoke that shit because that's just blowing me up. <laughs> <laughs> but right now, I'll stick to fucking beer. It's but, 420 uh, all day, every day. Yeah, but you know what? I mean, what is I mean, what is your takeaway from like from like these type of comments? Because every time I speak about these things, it's like I come out like just 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 having my mind just that much more open to possibilities. I mean, do you see that as a bad thing or a good thing? I mean, how do you see that? Um, no, keep expanding. Keep expanding your mind. I think the more that you're open, the more that you can see things clearly. I would, you would be using your, your natural ability to think and experience. That's what we're supposed to do. Yep. Just keep, keep being in that positive energy so that we can keep going to the next whatever dimension we got to go to. And don't get stuck. Hmm. For sure, for sure. If that makes sense. Ah. No, I, I get that shit. I get that, you know. As for all these religions and shit like that, like, you know, how do you take away from, from um, which one do you think feels more like could be actuality, you know what I mean, with all these religions and shit? What but the thing is, the tricky part is that 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 uh, all these religions have some kind of a thing out there. I'm sorry, what was that? Go ahead. Now I'm just saying, like all these religions have some type of, uh, I guess you could say, fact that already had had uh, you know transpired within you know history. Um, like like we said, you know, reincarnation. There's 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 uh, stories about kids talking about reincarnation in you know in 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 Christianity. Of course, there's a uh, out-of-body experiences there's near-death experiences so it's like you know that that brings into christianity so like which one or is it a bundle of everything i mean how do you how do you take that i think all all religions are related somehow come from like the same i guess i, I don't know what do you what do you think you have an answer shit <laughs> I mean, the thing is, that's the thing that kind of boggles my mind to understand that, like, I've, I've seen and heard and read stories about this is what, what mostly makes me think that we reincarnate is because there's so many fucking stories of, of concrete evidence that these kids 
that should not know any of this shit. Give concrete like details of what their name was, where they used to live, what the names of their parents were, and they uncovered this information to be true. And it's like, how the fuck did they know that? It is TV though, and sometimes you don't know. You don't really know if this is accessible to us. Yeah. This, why would why would we know it? I don't know. Seems, yeah, no, I, I get you. Yeah, seems yeah. like things are censored enough. So like, okay, there's a problem with it not being censored. So why would they yeah. allow us that access to that to know that? So sometimes I feel like. I don't know what to believe, but ah, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard because it's like this. It's an abundance of information out there that you don't even know what the fuck to hold on to. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but again, I can take that and I can, mm. you know, choose whether I, you know, agree or believe or whatever. But then again, you know, anything can really. Yeah. So the way that I've experienced life, why can't somebody else experience it that way too? Mm. I don't know. Um, and just like we mentioned before, like everyone's body is different. What if, depending on how you lived and what you believed in in this life, is what your mind? See, that's what I'm saying. Like I even I even mentioned to Jose earlier that what if we're the ones that ultimately judge us, and we have to forgive ourselves in order to continue and evolve in our journey through this spiritual journey that we're going through. You know what I mean? What if it's just us this whole time? And like, you know, some people believe that they're their own gods and shit like that, which I mean, I don't know. I mean, to, to each his own, but it's like, what if we're ultimately the ones that it's in, in our terms, if we don't forgive ourselves, we're stuck in that, in that, in that, in that, in that, in that spiritual hold until we release this, this, whatever we need to release. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, it's kind of the same way, like how I was saying that your energy kind of gets stuck there. Yeah. Go through. But see, but that, that doesn't require a God. That requires your own uh, conscience. Oh, we're talking about the same thing. Assuming it's, you know, what we're talking about is la conciencia is the soul. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is the energy, which is, ultimately what in religions they would call god mm, okay so but that's to me god is more of an external thing or would that or would that be kind of like inculcado in 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 your own self or how would that because to me a god is, is, a, is an external energy that guides you or that gives you that power or is it that he comes to you internally and helps you through that mm. as your, you know, that's where I get all fucking boggled up. It's like, you know, it's either we help ourselves or we need help. And that's, I don't know if you ever heard that when, when, when someone passes away in the Latino culture that or Mexican culture that we like, you know, they pray for a certain amount of days for the, the soul to find his, you know, guidance through, is, is um, next life or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard that or seen that. There's religions that they pray how, like every, how many? I think it's like seven days or no, something like no, that, no? More than, no, it's in a day. So, they, they pray multiple times in the day, like a lot of times. Yeah. Like every, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what they're doing and they pray. Everybody. Because I know there's a, like an, an, a special number that they have to do it in. That they have to do it in a certain amount of days because that's the amount of days that it takes for the, for the soul to find its, its resting place. Kind of. Or something like, like that, no? Well, you know, they do that with the Rosario too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that Rosario, yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be some type of correlation here. That's what I'm saying. It has to come from one universal teaching. Right? Or do you think it's multiple teachings? Like, when we became human, and we're on Earth now, what gave us the initial knowledge? Did we get, did we get any knowledge passed on? Mm. Are, they, are the people that gave us knowledge related somehow? Because they all are doing the same thing. Mm. So, do they look like this? I'm saying it's it's what I'm saying, you know, like we'll never know what that even feels like or or looks like, I'm saying, because if my if the way I'm thinking is correct, which is like we're changing dimensions and changing what we look like. she cut off um interesting topic interesting uh conversation we got you know what i mean it um like i said you know there's it's okay we you know get off and it's not really off topic i would say because it, it all stems back to uh to this this whole conversation about death and dying and the afterlife and what happens and just theories and ideas and all these things you know what i mean it's just it's, it's, it's good to expand the mind and just, you know, bounce off ideas, you know what I mean? Just bounce off ideas and, like, what can be, what can't be, what, you know, is including everything, religion, including, you know, Eastern, you know, Eastern belief and Western belief. What's up? What's up, Flo? Como estas, bro? Uh, Helicrafty has officially ascended to a different dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was perfect timing, bro. You know, she was talking about dimensions and all kinds of stuff. I'm off to it. Hey, but you know what? Fucking, I was about to mention to Crafty, like looking at all these shows, like you know, um, Twilight Zone, and and you know, all these different shows that talk about, you know, the possibilities that possibilities are endless. You know, when it comes to like the afterlife and the unknown and shit like that. And that's kind of like also where I, where I got to, you know, expand my mind into just into just the weird part of, of, of thinking, you know what I mean? The, <laughs> outside the box type of shit. Those type of shows, bro, they did me in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those, uh, so what's your take on all this, bro? I've been, I've been tuning in and out because I've been trying to watch both lives, you know? Mm. So I've been catching a little bit of, a, of a, both of you uh, lives, but... From what I, I wanted to go on his, I wanted to go on this live, bro, and check it out because that shit sounds interesting, bro. He's still on. He's still on. Oh fuck! Yeah. I want to check it out. Hey, what's up, Arnon? What's, what's up, that? bro? Talking it up, bro. Talking it up about um, about the idea of death, bro, and just everything that comes with it. You know what I mean? Orale. That's cool. Yeah. As long as you're not talking, yeah. papas. What's up? Papas. <laughs> well, the papas and beer. <laughs> there you go. Well, you already got the beer. You know who's got the papas. I got the beer. I need the papas. Now, but I mean, what's your what's your take on all this? 
yeah, what's your take on all this flow? I mean, what do you take and, and um, into into what can be the afterlife, and how has all this affected you, bro? Into just thinking like you know outside the box about death and shit like that. Um, I, I, obviously, when I was a lot younger, I used to, you know, believe in in the the reward system, right? Like you were talking about mm. earlier, that if you do certain things, then you're gonna be reward, rewarded with heaven mm -hmm. and and all this stuff, right? And I think that's good to teach that to children in the sense that it gets them to behave a certain way, mm -hmm. you know. But obviously, when you get a lot older, that doesn't really work because you know people will start to realize, well. There's different things, there's different, there's different religions, there's different ways of thinking. Mm. And it's also poisonous because you're doing things for a reward. You're not doing them because you're a good person, right? So I, I think I think for me, uh, the idea of, of life after death is something that's definitely, you know, crossed my mind a lot. Uh, before, like I said, when I was younger, I used to believe in the whole concept of hell and heaven, you know? But now that I'm older, uh i'm kind of conflicted on that you know what i mean like I, i i don't think there's a there's a hell the reason why i say that is because in my human understanding right the way i see things as a human being is that if we have a creator that loves us you know because that's all, all it talks about and, and and if you look at the new testament right and if you believe in christianity why would they punish you after after dying like why, what would be the purpose of of, of punishing you after you die already, right? That, that supposedly, if you, if you read the Bible, it says that that's supposed to be the sin for human beings is death, mm. right? Not dying and then getting tortured because you were not a good person. And if you actually read the Bible and and, and it says that only 144,000 people are going to make it to heaven or something like that. So that means <laughs> that the majority of us are not going to make it, right? So, so that's why the, this whole concept of, you know, what's going to happen to you after death is... To me, a mystery, you know what I mean? And, and I think, obviously, the, the energy in you travels somewhere else. You know, the energy is not created or destroyed. It's been here forever. So it's going to go somewhere else. Your physical body is going to obviously rot and decompose, but it's going to be part of the earth, right? Mm. So really, do you ever really die, right? Mm. Do you really... I think I think uh, you just transform or transcend to a different place, uh, you know. And even for example, too, like you say you're an organ donor and then you give away your organs, you know, when you die, mm -hmm. you're kind of still alive if you think about it too. And somebody else because that's part of your body. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know where I'm gonna go when I die, uh, but I'm not too worried about it, you know, because I feel like at the end of the day, if there is some gonna some kind of judgment. I live by my name, bro. My name, you know, my actual name, my, my government name, Daniel, means God is my judge. That's how I live my life. You know, it's not religion. It's not other people. And I think, you know, uh, God knows my heart. So whatever I do or don't do, you know, uh, I'm not worried about, oh, you know, if you don't do this, if you don't go to church, if you don't do all that stuff, you ain't going to go to heaven. It's like, at the end of the day, I've lived a life, trying to live life with love. And... If I if I get the reward, right, then I mean, if not, then it is what it is, bro. I mean, I, I, there's something I can do about it, you know? Yeah. That's my thoughts on that. Mm. Yeah. Damn. Man, that, that's, some, that's some crazy shit, bro. <laughs> you touched on a lot of things right there, bro. You touched on a lot of things that, like, as a reward system. So that's the thing, bro. Like, 
with free will, bro, with free will, when we talk about free will, like, that's why you hear about, you know, little kids getting fucking, like, murdered, bro. Mm -hmm. You hear, you know, all the crazy shit around, you know, uh, you know, in the world. The crazy, I mean, like you say, you know, fact is, is, is more crazier than fiction, bro. It's just, you know, it is. It is, man. Cause, and a lot of people say, like, how can God let this happen and shit like that, right? Yeah. Well, he gave us free will. That's how he can let it happen. Because he gave us the gift of fucking free will. Now, that's a gift for your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a, to me, this is a good uh, topic, you know, ideal of death, you know, because there is a lot of times I, I thought about that, you know, I go to church a lot and everything. And, you know, my, my dad and my grandpa, everyone was all preachers and telling stories and revelations. And if you don't get mm -hmm. straight with God, you're going to go to hell. If you don't do this and all, then. Then hearing different people's opinions, like Marvelous Inc., you know, um, pretty much in a way, uh, Marty Moran, a lot of major people. Then, mm -hmm. And just seeing now a lot more killing, you know, just mm -hmm. don't care. Like, I talked about it. Uh, you know, I work over in San Pedro when I take the bridge. And, I, you know, when lockdowns, COVID, those COVID times, you know, when people are losing their jobs and everything, people just like, well, F my life. I'm just going to go jump off the bridge just for, no, just mm. for the heck of it. And sometimes I think and wonder, it's like, you know, I was in a, in, a, some, in, a, in a dark time where I had anxiety. I was depressed and I was feeling suicidal. And there was a lot of times I wanted to end my life. But for some kind of reason, there's always something triggering my mind. Like, if you do this, what's going to happen to my kids? who's going to fulfill my legacy to live on. And that's why I feel like every time I go through some dark times and everything, I just, I have to snap out of it or, or listen to some motivation or this, or, or sometimes even pray. I mean, I haven't been at church for almost 30 years. And there's times I, you know, my mom calls me from time to time. And she says, Hey, Steven, you know, I just want to let you know, um, three o'clock in the morning, my mom calls. Hey, you know what? I was thinking about you. I was praying for you. I just want to tell you, I, I love you. You know, because she worries, you know, there's always going to be time like, what if, what have, what if I was, let's say, for example, I'm driving to the meeting and I get into a car accident, I die, you know, mm. like that. And that's when I always thought when, when I, when I talked to Martin Moreno, the comedian, you know, he tells me a lot of deep stuff and everything. And he tells me, what's your end game? You know, it's like, I don't know. Mm. He tells me, just enjoy your time because you never know this might be your last and so when, when he told me that, I quickly, like, reprogrammed my mind to be like, you know what? I'm going to live my life. I'm going to be blessed. I don't get to care what goes on the road with the negativity. All I do is care about my friends, my family, the podcast, my kids. And I want to live every moment of every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, every year. Like, it's, like it's going to be my last. And that's how I see it as. And to me, am I scared of death? If it happens, it happens. Who knows? Maybe like we, we can be like rotten or we can be in a forest or we can be reincarnated or we go to heaven and hell. Or sometimes people always say, you know, before you guys all jump on, you know, reincarnation. You know, you always see these weird stuff or these people like, hey, this guy looks like so-and-so. But there's a similar picture back in the 13, 1400s. And that's why I always think and wonder if we die... <laughs> are recreated in another century mm. what happens if what happens i don't know if, if you guys 
have weird dreams, but do you ever feel like oh, yeah. you were reincarnated in a different century? Because sometimes I feel, I'm, I always have dreams, I feel like I was reincarnated, but I was living somewhere in South Africa. Mm. Like that. Have you ever had that feeling, bro, of like that you, that you remember certain things, but you can't pinpoint what it is, but you have the, you have the sense that it might be a certain time era or a, a certain. Yeah. 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 I get that feeling sometimes, bro. And it's always the same feeling like, it's always, but I can't. It's always, yeah. it's always in the 13th century, but, uh, but also in the 1700s. So I'm living two lives either in that time. I must be living in South Africa. I don't know if I was a man or, or a woman. And another time I was like another person living in, in Greece. Mm. Way back, huh? That's what you think. And then sometimes it's kind of like deja vu, you know, of certain things. Like, you know, like, oh, this is going to happen all of a sudden, like a month or two later. Like, the stuff that you're dreaming with sleep in your mind, it, it comes to fruition. Would you ever do a, a, a what's it called, past life regression? I think, I, yeah, I'm a little curious about it. You see what happens, you know? It's just, we, all, we always have... Um, everyone, everyone has their own opinion, but it just really mm. depends, you know. We're just all brought up different. We we were taught different, or we mm. all choose our lives, our paths different, you know. Yeah, I've always been intrigued with that, bro, and always wanted to like try it out. But I, I tell my wife, you know, one day I'm gonna try that shit out. You know what I mean? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna do that fucking past life regression shit. But I hear that that sometimes. That shit opens, you know, windows or doors to other shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to try that shit, man. Yeah, sometimes in a way, if, like, if you were someone back then, there's some people, I don't know if you know, like, some people get triggered by you. Like, maybe they, something where, like, maybe you saw them in the past century, maybe that person was a dick to them. That yeah. passed on, you know, like, by energy. Like, I don't want to be... I don't like Brown's energy. I don't like Flo's energy. Something yeah. maybe because I maybe I saw them in a different century or something, and they did me wrong. Because I mean, yeah, I mean, think about it, bro. If we carried on our identity of the past life into this life, that would be like trauma upon trauma upon trauma upon like how the fuck can we function? Like we wouldn't be able to function. You know what I mean? And like like that. I think yeah. I what episode there was a guest that Rogan had on. I think it was a couple months back. I think it was last year, and he was talking about it. It was like that's very intriguing, you know. Mm. It just really depends on the family. If if some people that did this family wrong for centuries, and that that can be like a like an end like a never ending cycle, you know. Yeah, not for sure. Yeah, I read the homie all ops. What is your take on all this, man? I mean, what is what what um how how does this type of thinking affect you bro because some people can't can't have these conversations bro they just can't because they they don't want to be in that um state of mind and thinking about you know i guess low frequency things because i guess this can be considered low frequency thinking um you know because it's not about it's not about glorifying the life this is glory you know that we're talking about that which is you know the end you know what i mean well, you know, uh, everybody's entitled to their own belief and opinion. I think that we have to be open-minded to certain things and hearing people out. We don't have too many spaces in the barrio that allow mm -hmm. people to hurt or to have a, 
body experience or like me saqué el susto i'm scared you know i had you know i had a trip today you know you don't have a space mm. to to be heard so i think this is a first step in the right way whether you agree or disagree or feel indifferent put your information out there and people can share their experiences out of body in body you know and, and whatever else they're feeling yeah no, he put it on the on the chat that his 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 uh, he's put his baby to sleep, but uh, yeah, I I fully agree with that, Carnal. I fully agree that uh, these type of conversations need to be had uh, amongst you know people you know, raza you know Latinos, and is <laughs> is more than anything this doesn't get talked about traditionally because of um, the fear of, I mean, what is a big fear? in Latinos to talk about things like this? What do you think? Yeah, I think the biggest fear is ridicule. I think the biggest fear okay. is shame. I think um, we've been programmed to believe in Catholicism, Eurocentric religions, you know, uh, Christianity, Mormonism. Uh -huh. uh, 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 what is that other one? Jehovah's Witness. Um, what's the other ones? Um, Born again Baptist, born again Christian. You know, so for us, it, everything is like, no, 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 callate, callate. You know, estás hablando loco. You know, son cosas del diablo. You know, everything we say comes back with a negative boomerang connotation. Mm. Wax head. So we don't have, as men, we don't have a space to be heard. And a lot of raza that has platforms, or women that have platforms, don't allow us to be seen or be heard. It's yeah. power. You know what I mean? Um, so I think that's the biggest thing right there, right off top, that I could think of is that people don't give other people the space, the visibility to be talking about whatever they want to talk about. You know? Um, and I've seen it out in the streets. You bump into people and people don't even know if they should ask you for help. As a <laughs> yeah. You know? So, you know, it's a variation, a combination. There's no easy answer here. It's a complex situation. It's multifaceted. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you know, I'm part of a circle or a capuli. We don't dance. We we get together and we go do events and we talk and we break bread. You know what I mean? We don't look at you're from over here or you're too mm -hmm. dark, light, medium, rare. But whatever you want to talk about, I even had open a, a circle to other people of other races, and I let them talk about whatever they wanted, whether they're black, whether they were white, whatever they were, they wanted to talk about, you know, some other craziness. It was a, it was a free for all. Yeah. They felt relieved that they didn't have to eat their own vomit anymore, you know, be all bloated with these thoughts. And I think you have, you know, raza when they're cristiano listening to corridos or gangsters when they're listening to oldies, they're just blowing different things out of my mind. Oh, man, you know, the other day I was tripping. I was in my house, and then something happened. And I had, like, this flashback. I felt like I've been here before, but I haven't. And when you're drunk or high, and in those cases, it's okay to let loose. Mm. Put your down and say whatever you want. But in real life, when the drugs and alcohol aren't there, very few people are going to want to care to say what you got to, you know, hear you out to say what you got to say. You know what I mean? Do you think that's probably why a lot of, um, you know, drugs and stuff are kept away from us because it does open our minds to possibilities that get basically gets us thinking outside the box instead of just, 
thinking about what they put into our minds through schools and shit? I, I don't think so. I think that we become, if the drugs and the alcohol are there, we become codependent. We're a very codependent people. Mm. You know, we're, we're codependent and we're micromanaged as people. So when we're on these drugs, it's like, oh, they made me feel this way. And I talked about how, for example, what I said to you, we're out there partying. I'm high, even though I'm, I haven't smoked weed in like 14 years. And I'm talking to you. And we feel like, I need that every day. Mm. The function, you know, and, and my yeah. indigenous ancestors were warriors and my indigenous ancestors were on hallucinogens. We say whatever we need to to fit our narrative. We're, mm. full, we're full of contradictions, bro. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. not fit with a lot of stuff that we do. You know, I'm speaking for myself as well, too, and I include myself with that. I could feel one way today and tomorrow I could feel a different way. And so for us, when we have the marijuana or we have the alcohol or whatever. They're not bad things, but when you're doing them every day, you're driving. Yeah. Get into it with your kids or your lady or whatever. You're getting into some pedo with the cops. It, now it becomes that controls you. That, yeah. that vice owns you. You know, yeah, too much of anything is not good. You know what I mean? Yeah, we don't have a balance, bro. We don't know a middle. Yeah, yep. You know, is that um, las ansias del 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 latino, the the ansias del mexicano? Like, we have those uh, tendencies that are just like it's either go hard or go home type of mentality. You know what I mean? What's the PTSD, bro? También, as, yeah. As indigenous people, as brown people. We can be anything we want except indigenous. We, mm. we use the word Latino, Latina. What is that? Dead Romans, a dead language from Italy. Mm. I'm not not from Italy, homie. I'm not Italian. I'm not your panic. I'm not his panic. I'm not satanic. <laughs> and I'm not Iberian Peninsula. I'm indigenous. <laughs> no, yeah. that's put my heart on my sleeve. So to me, as a reconnecting indigenous person, I tell Rasa, oh, yo soy indio. And they're like, quien yo? Yo no soy indio. I said, no, yo soy indio. No me da vergüenza. And they're like, you just froze the conversation between you and another raza, another paisano. Yeah. That you declared yourself coming out as indigenous. And to them, it's worse than being uh, um, in the LGBT community. They catch you like, oh, this alien just landed in front of me and just, <laughs> he's a relative. Now he's saying, why? Because, because like I told Flo, colonialism white supremacy was introduced by the Spaniards through their language and through their religion and through their ideals. What do we say? Come that way, come that way. Way Tonali was, hey, how are you great speaker? And then it turned into jackass. And, uh, uh. and you know, when people talk smack about people's mothers, the rape of the indigenous woman. You know, like yeah. black people were mother trucker. You know, so for us, we have a crisis within ourselves of an identity. Mm. You never get somebody saying, you know, you're acting too black, you're acting too white. You're uh -huh. acting too you know, yeah. Salim, but you never hear somebody saying, hey, bro, you're acting too indigenous. I never heard that one. Hey, you're. <laughs> yeah. It was like if you were brown, you were down. Yeah. So I think for us, it's hard to find a balance. Yeah. We have to be one way. When well, I don't go to church anymore. I'm I'm an indigenous. I walk the red road of sobriety. 
But when I used to go to churches, it was I had to be a certain way there. Mm. And then my, my dad wanted something else. The neighborhood wanted something else. The white people at school wanted something else. I could never be myself. We can never mm. be. You feel me? So it was like I always have to be somewhere else and put on a front or a mask, like they would say. Mm. You have a girlfriend or whatever. She wants something. She wants a protector, yeah. fighter. You know what I mean, so uh, that's true. I think that you know, even like I got this at Chavez, right? I got a flag over here because I used to work mm-hmm. picking fruit in the Central Valley. Yeah, and I was born in the United States, and my dad was born in Mexico. My mom was from Texas, but we were fruit pickers in the seventies, and even I, even in two thousand nine, two thousand ten, I was picking fruit. So for me, he did a lot of good, but he also did a lot of bad. But that's all of us are full of good and evil, bro. The Ometeo. You know, mm. he didn't like immigrants that were coming from Mexico that they were using as scabs to, to break his strike. Yeah. But the same thing could be said about Corky Gonzalez, Reyes Tijeria. We don't talk about them. The Brown Berets, the Black Berets, the San Jose. We don't talk about them. We've kind of been fighting each other. we got more problems with other raza with our own selves when we look at ourselves in the mirror than with any other people. We're harder on ourselves. That's true. That's true, bro. About those mad dogging me. I got I got one is gonna have an issue with me and you know, and and it's hard for us to get together Rasa beyond those things, bro. Beyond the prison politics, the street politics, the ego. Yeah. Ego uh, ego maniac. Mm. And um I had a, a Camarada today that I spoke to, he said, Hey, you know what, bro? He's a little younger than me. He said, Hey, you know what, bro? You know, um, I weigh this much. I said, Okay, I weigh the same, about the same. He's like, Yeah, bro, but you're more cut than me and everything. I said, Bro, I had poison oak for a month. I couldn't work out. I barely started jogging a little bit, doing some burpees. But why are you comparing yourself to me if we're cool? <laughs> oh, bro, I tripped out today. I lost my wallet. I had to go back and grab it. You know, I'm, I'm, I said, bro, take a deep breath and stop tripping. Oh, you don't care if I then? I said, bro, stop tripping, bro. I know you. You know you know me better than that. Just do a little breathing exercise and slow down, bro. You're going through a lot. Mm. But he asked me if it was okay if he could speak to me about these matters. He didn't feel comfortable, and I've known him for about six months. Hmm. And he was all paniqueado. Again, that the communities, the barrios don't offer us spaces to be heard. Yeah. I had a nightmare. I was living in another life. I don't believe in the Bible. I was on drugs, and I, I felt weird sensation. We don't have anywhere to talk. There's no men's groups, men's yeah. build. We're only, uh, you know, men are only loved on what they can provide. Women are loved unconditional mm. children and elders. For us as a Rasa, brown people, indigenous people, we're only loved when we have the dollars in our pocket. Mm. You know? And uh, we don't want to admit a lot of this stuff. But a lot of us deep down inside we're sad with society, sad with our community, sad with ourselves, sad with the Catholic Church, the Christian. Like something's just not happening for us. It's not working. Yeah. And we don't know which way to turn, which way to move. That's you know true, I mean? bro. 
Now, what can you talk to us about, uh, about like, say, because you mentioned a lot about um, our ancestors and um, things of that sort. In, in terms of, like, the way they believe about death, bro, what can you um, elaborate on, on, on um, how, yeah. how our ancestors used to, believe, you know, think about death? Well, there's 67 tribes in Mexico alone, alone with 57 languages. So I think from what I was told, I wasn't there. A lot of them celebrate the A lot of them celebrate Dia de los Muertos. You know what I mean? A lot of people believe in the ancestors. Even in Peru, they believe in celebrating your ancestors. You know, everything's alive. The tree has a spirit. The dog has a spirit. The deer has, the, the deer has a spirit. You know what I mean? The plant has a spirit. The, the corn, the earth, the water, everything is important. They believe we all had a purpose in a circle was sacred. I got the uh, Mexica flag right here, and it's got, you know, some elements right there. This one right here. So I mm -hmm. think for indigenous people, if you died as a warrior, you came back as a hummingbird, a calibri, or you came back as a butterfly. Hmm. You know, the, the Toltecs, the Mexica. Um, but they were dying for something more than what we've been dying for, bro. These last couple of years, you know, they've been dying. They were dying to repel the Europeans from taking their shit or, you know, they were fighting to keep an empire alive against each other. They were fighting. Mm. Disease. What are we fighting for, bro? I don't yeah. think we ask that question. What are we fighting for? A corner, a street, <laughs> color, a couple of dollars. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's um, true. You know, they, they were doing stuff because they knew generations later would suffer. Mm. And they were spot on. 525 years, we're still not free mentally. We're still figuring out who the fuck we are. Yeah. You ask, hey, where's your family from? The most you're going to get it. Mexico. My dad's in <laughs> Mexican. My dad's from El Salvador or Colombia. But ask them, hey, can you speak their language? You know their lodge songs. You know you know, anything about the land, you know, anything about the people, you know, nine out of 10 times, you're, you're going to get nothing. Mm. You know, I was born in California or I was born in Texas or, you know, I could tell you about Arizona. Mm. Or, you know, we don't have an identity. So the gangs, the drugs, other things, we create an identity. Mm. You know, that's true. When you don't have a purpose, you create a purpose. When you don't have Something in your mind, your heart, your spirit, you fill things in it to fill that gap, that, that gaping hole. You put things in it to fill it. Because you feel empty. You're missing something. Something's missing. When they talk about slavery, about the blacks or the Jewish, they leave the indigenous people. They leave us out. How we're the slaves in the fields or out here throughout California and beyond. We're doing the remedial work, bro. Yeah. We're cooking the food. We're picking up the houses, we're doing construction. It's all brown people. Yeah. They don't know the difference oh. between Peruvian, a Chicano, a Mexicano, Salvadoreño, Colombian. They're all brown. Hmm. You know, I don't know. You know, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I'm, I mean, um, I'm just trying to, you know, like, come back to um, discussing more like, um, you know, 
the whole concept of death, bro. Just, just the whole thing about. I mean, what is your take, bro? Like, what is, what is your belief in what is gonna happen once, once you pass away? To you. Well, I've already died times, bro. I've been ran over. I was in a coma, and I came back from a coma. If you would, I mean, would you like to um, elaborate on on did you did you um, did you see something? when you were in a coma like or was it just darkness so i got i was on a bicycle i was like 18 19 i was a youngster and i was going from a gym class to a karate class and it was raining it was out in the san joaquin valley you know and this widow in a car hit me and was dragging me bro i got hit i felt like i, I felt like um Somebody hit me with a baseball bat or something. I fell down, and he was dragging me, bro, and I was crawling. Because mm. I didn't have a helmet or pads to get to the street. And I lifted myself up, bro, and I was all dizzy. I was blacking out. Mm. I remember I had enough energy to tell the dude that he was a piece of shit because he ran the bike over. If I wouldn't have crawled away, he would have fucking, the white dude would have just killed my ass. Oh, shit. And I remember that they called 911. And the paramedics got me, and they, they say, what happened? I said, this dude ran me over, bro. I don't know what happened. I don't know where I'm at. But like, stay with us. Stay with us. And I remember thinking, like, at that point in time, my life was fucked up. I was couch surfing with homies. I was on drugs. I was in the streets fucking up. And I said, you know what? I don't want to live anymore. Fuck it. And I just, I fucking passed out. It's like in the videos. They're moving me in the bed. Like, oh, he's, he's convulsing. We're losing, losing them. We're losing them. Move them over here. You know, do this, do that, do that. And I fell into a coma, and I was just asleep, bro. I was just in darkness. Was there any like tunnel vision, just like um, like that movie? What? Is Shit. Like that movie? Um, what is it called? Um, Gladiator. You know how they when they carry him out? Yeah. He's um. It kind of looks like tunnel vision. Was it something like that, or was it what was it like? The tunnel vision was I was thinking when I was a little kid and I was growing up, and then to that point, mm. it's like it's like driving through a tunnel. I was remembering these people holding me and telling me, "Man, stay with us, stay with us, stay with us." It's going all fast. So from a little kid to everything, and I said, "You know what? Fuck it, Creator, just take Dang. me. I don't want to be here anymore." And I fucking was like this. And they're fucking shaking me, and they're fucking, he's, we're losing them. Let's move them over here. You know, and, you know, and they're getting those little things ready to put, and I'm, I'm out, bro. Yeah. I blacked out. I was asleep. And then I wake up, and I hear that the little computer, the little green screen, mm. it was all like, it just went beep, like a little one. And then they're like, mm. oh, came back. He was in a coma. We thought he lost him, this and this and that. And that wasn't the first time that I got in a car accident or or was involved in something that was life-threatening, that I thought I was going to die. There were several issues, several things that happened to me. But it was like, for some reason, I came out. I think I heard a voice, and I was like, you know what? I, I need to wake up now. Hmm. You know, I need to wake up, and I need to go back. Something's not finished, right? And I, I, I was in. I wake up. I'm in a dark room by myself in a little machine. I'm full of tubes. 
And I was like, fuck, I just got ran over, went into a coma and survived this. You know, I tripped out. Like, we thought you weren't going to make it. You know, and and, um, when I was a kid in the 80s, during the crack era, I was born premature and they had me in a little incubator, a little oven with tubes Mm -hmm. in my body. And they told me the same thing. We didn't think he was going to make it. He was a little runt. You know, and, 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 you know, with all this violence and stuff, all these years, you know, uh, you know, uh, being in the military, I was 10 years in the Marines, seeing all kinds of killings mm. and stuff, you know, was involved in all kinds of violence and stuff and, and close calls. And I was just like, man, for some reason, I'm still here, um, you know. And I was lucky, but I consider myself very fortunate. I consider myself very fortunate, and um, I think a lot of people told me, they're like, you got a powerful voice, you know, you got a powerful message, you know, you need to go help mm-hmm. other people out. Yeah. You know? So that's what's kind of leading me to, if there's something positive to uplift my people, like a little event or some sort of, uh, I try to go out of my way to do that, or there's something with Native American people, I go out of my way to see them. Even though I'm not, Mm. part of that tribe i still go over there i get you bro yeah i get it you know what i mean because i mean we all have a beginning and um you know to me i mean you know it is powerful to speak on your beginning but at this point people are so mixed that we don't really we have a combination of beginnings like, I'm not just a beginning of a certain type of people. Like, it's a combination. It's kind of like the whole thing with the sailors and the pachucos. You know what I mean? They, you know what I mean? It's like the whole thing. Like, you know, there was a lot of hatred towards the those kids that were born out of, you know, being raped. You know what I mean? The moms being raped. So it's like the same shit. Like, our people got raped down the line. And it's like, we are the the result of that shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? There is a lot of powerful stuff to our, our 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 original people, but we're not even fully that people. You know what I mean? We're not fully them because we can't be. We we have no training. We can be. Mm-hmm. We exactly. have training on those languages. We have no training on those customs. We create shit. Mm. We make shit up. Oh, I'm. <laughs> you know, like Carlo, like speaking Carlo about Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> When I was a kid in the 80s, he was still alive. He was from Yuma. And he used to tell my dad, who's a Mexican national from Chalisco, oh, you know, I had my khakis with my gimbaliados, you know, all ironed up, my shoes with a little chain. Mm-hmm. The little bathroom chain that mm-hmm. the chain came from. Yeah. And I had my takuchi, you know, I had my drapes. Mm-hmm. You know, I carried a knife on me and stuff. And the dude would always feed me uh, uh, strawberry jam fucking toast fucking bread. Huh. And his son was a cholo from the 70s. So, at the and we dropped them off in Yuma, right? So, at the end of the day, bro, the Pachucos, and I knew another Pachuco who was a brown beret. They were good people just trying to survive in a fucked up world where they didn't have the majority. As mm. soon as we people like in the 70s and, and, and until now we've been fucking killing each other we've been through white supremacy we've been doing the white man's work and mm-hmm. I think I told Flo 
people talk about the boarding school systems, our communities, our churches, our families keep us from doing indigenous stuff. I know my family did. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, follow the white man's religion. Keep your head down. <laughs> do this, do that. Shave this, whatever they wanted us to do. And don't be yourself. Be what mm-hmm. the white Right? Be a little... Read your Bible if you got an issue. Pray about it or go work hard. There was mm. never emotional support, emotional or cultural enlightenment. I got that from Apachuco, who was uh, Apache Mescalero. I got that from a Norteño from Westside Modesto who came to our school. And I got that from a bunch of gang members and, and indigenous people, Maestro Macedonio, Maestro Aranas, Compadres Network, Dragonfly. Uh, Victory from El Bu, who was a brown prider. He used to be with Darkroom Familia, too. Those were mm. the people who pulled me up, you know, and showed me the ways of the indigenous. Mm. When I was at my lowest point, they came and they picked me up and they planted seeds. And so I, I keep passing that up and then, you know, yeah. embracing it to other people, you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, the ego gets in the way of us coming together, bro. <laughs> yep, we have yep. Raza has monumental egos and everybody has tribalism and they don't want to open up to make pieces with other people when the fucking the government, the white man and other groomed people handpicked Tio Tacos massive prison incarceration, deportation, police uh, injustices, shootings, killings, gang killings and shootings. Now there's like a little peace treaty. Drug addiction, drug dealing, poverty, racism, colorism, sexism, favoritism, nepotism, uh, poverty, mm-hmm. abuse, neglect, molestation, abandonment, PTSD, generational trauma. Those are fucking layers that have worked really good for the last 525 years. To unpack it, nobody wants to do all that. It's too much work. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? So so people are like, this is my little group, my little barrio, my little belief system. Fuck everybody. And, mm. you know, people try to create their little tribes. You know, believe what they yeah. want. Take a little bit from the Catholics. I'm going to take a little bit from the indigenous. I'm going to take a little bit from the Africanos. I'm just going to create my own little thing. A Frankenstein. <laughs> A hybrid. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what we do, bro. We, um, we're looking to fit in. We get in where we fit in. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we do. We try to, you know, uh, adapt with the times. But you need money and you need resources and networks. And a lot of people don't want to work on themselves, bro. They want an instant now. Yeah. Something quick. You know, and um, that's what we're left with right now with those pieces of who are we? Where are we going? But if we don't know where we're coming from, how the fuck are we gonna know where we're going, bro? Yeah, I'll see, mom, yeah. bro. Yeah, bro. That's you a, know, that's the truth. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, that's a good platica, bro. You know, what I mean, este, any last words, carnal? As for uh, you know, discussing, I mean, have have you ever had death anxiety, bro? Like just just constantly, you know. The, the thought of death, you know, causing you, like, you know, lo- loss of sleep, you know, things yeah. like that? Yeah. I had nightmares, bro. I seen this uh, 
when I was in the military, I seen this youngster get stabbed to death. Mm. Try to save him, and somebody grabbed me. No, let it, let it go, let him die, let it, let it be. It was like a pegada. And I had nightmares, demons in my sleep, bro. Fucking people trying to kill me in my sleep. Hmm. Flashbacks about that shit, right? Flashbacks all the time, you know. And I just embraced it, bro. I just, you know, it comes, it comes. You just, you know. I hmm. seen so much shit. You know, things are scary in California. And they're boring. You know, boring when there's nothing happening. When some shit happens, it's fucking scary. <laughs> Especially people I know are in prison or dead or on drugs, J catting it. But to me, yeah. it's like I don't know about that, bro. I just try to get a little bit of sleep, even if it's broken sleep every day, and I just try to do something positive every day for myself. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. I don't I don't trip on on anything negative. I know I'm living my life righteous. You know, I'm drug free. So I would I would suggest for anybody out there who's watching, do something bigger and better. Thing yourself do it for your community mm -hmm. be a better man or better woman or whatever but sacrifice if you're not sacrificing for the greater good of being a better person then maybe you need to look at yourself and reassess you know the uh, insanity inside you the locura of doing the mm -hmm. same thing over and over wanting a different outcome <laughs> yeah that, that's, some, that's some good shit right there have you ever um have you ever heard of this bro that if you if you look at someone's uh like eyes like if you look at someone in their eyes when they're dying that their spirit follows you No nah, bro I haven't heard that one No nah. A long time ago I heard about that shit bro But I never you know like I never really thought much about it you know but it's like I was wondering how much truth is there to that because like you know, growing up, uh, seeing a lot of violence here in Salinas, uh, like I would meet guys that would be like, you know, like, and I smoked them, and I and I looked at them in his face when I smoked them. I was like, fuck. And then there was one time, there's one dude a long fucking time ago. He had mentioned to me that that he had done that, that he had fucking you know killed someone and and and, and looked at him in his face when when he was like you know shooting them in his fucking head and shit. And he said that that his spirit, he felt like something was following him when he went home. And he felt like something. And then when he drove home, uh, there was like this cloud, this dark cloud that came over his car. And he got home and shit. And then he he, he told me that shit. I was like, fuck. First of all, why the fuck are you <laughs> talking about it and shit? Second of all, like, how much truth is there to that? Well, you know, Salinas, you know, I got family out there, and I, I was just out there. My friend was the cop that got murdered out there. Oh, is that right? Yeah. He was a Nicaraguense. Your, your friend was a cop? Yeah. Is that is that what's up? Man, that's crazy. He was a Nicaraguense cat who was born in San Francisco. He joined the Army, and we were in the same club. Uh, Cesar Chavez, Post 505. Oh, um, shit. Was what was called American Legion Club. Mm, that was back in the day. That that was, I heard uh, like that was like a, like a fucking salon, huh? Back in the day. Yeah, and he was he was a he was a uh, he would march for Cesar Chavez in the Mission District, and yeah. uh, 
was a cool he was a cool vato you know he was a solid camarada um he didn't deserve what happened to him but you know they don't treat raza they, they treat a raza like animals in salinas and east side alisal they're smashed in there south salinas is all white uh yeah. they got little housing section eight housing for the paisanos that work the fields yeah so you know you degrade people they're going to start acting you treat people like animals people are going to start acting like animals i know you, uh I had friends that murdered people out in Modesto. I'm from Modesto, Stockton. So gang banging out there and killings and murders and people getting run over. It's an everyday thing out there, bro. Poverty. So I had a buddy. He executed two guys and went to prison. And I was just like, man, I was, I was sad that um, he, his family came from Mexico from Nayarit. He was indigenous, and they had a, a, a whorehouse a bar. Mm. And he started gangbanging out there, and he got deeper and deeper, 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 and killed two people that were debriefed that weren't part of a clique anymore, murdered them, and he's in the pen. He's been down at least 12, 13 years straight, and he ain't getting out. And I just think, man, what would have been better if we would have had a, you know, a community center or some people watching out for us out there? You know, we, we didn't have all that. Um. You know, he, he did what he had to do, bro, what he believed in and, and um, living in that environment. That's what happens to people out there in my, in my neighborhood in the Central Valley, San Joaquin Valley, 209 area. People just get caught up in the, you're a day laborer or you're a gang member. Or you're affiliated mm. with the body, wrapped up in gangs yeah. and drugs, and, and there's no hope. Yeah. You know, I think more young in Salina should go to Santa Cruz to the beach or to, Monterey or to rethink their, their strategies, but there needs to be more uh, outreach, more uh, cultural, uh, emotional support to stop, mm. you know, people from butchering each other about California. And I don't see that. I don't see that happening anytime soon. You know, we're, we're all, um, we're all warrior mentality. We say we're warriors because we're indigenous when it fits the narrative, but we're not healers <laughs> and we're not uh, compassionate with one another. You that's know? a good one right there, bro. That's a, that's a very good point right there. We say we're warriors when it comes to, you know, all the wrong things, bro. Yeah, that's I mean, crazy. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you think and tell you something different that maybe you haven't heard before because, you know, I got to speak from the from the heart and the mind and the soul and just, yeah. you know, uh, we got to change our ways. You know, yeah. my thing that I'm happy for is I'm sober. I don't need to smoke. Yeah anything or drink anything or pop any pills and for a lot of other rasa they need every day they need to be tuned yeah, up that's true bro yep Making that's very true bro i'm high and i went and did and i shot this guy or i got into a fight with this person because i was high i was on drugs it wasn't my like, so a lot of the times it's just an excuse that they give themselves you know what i mean to be able to 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 do extraordinary things that they wouldn't sober you know what i mean when Salinas had the murder squad, perfectly mm. going around killing people just because they were wearing a color and not even because of what they were doing, pulling up on people and just murdering them on the spot. Mm -hmm. Black. Yep. You know, That's it's crazy. Just, yeah. Yeah. Nah, for sure, man. Nah, but I'm scared, bro. I'm going to end the live right here. And um, it, it, it was a, a nice conversation, Carnal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, best believe I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with some good topics and uh, we're gonna 
actually the next the next uh episode bro is gonna be all about this bro that what we were just talking about right now is um the psychology of uh, of of um basically someone that is a cold killer you know that can kill with no remorse um and this we're gonna talk about all about that you know how can what under what circumstances can a person uh become this like what needs to happen in a person's life in order for that person to be remorseless and to be able to do heinous actions um and i want to give some um some close uh experiences with with some people that i grew up with that uh you know they lived hard life you know growing up and and, and you know being youngsters or whatnot and um it, it's nuts man it's nuts you know the 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 conditions that we put our youngsters in and we expect them to know better you know and it's like how can we expect someone to know better when you show them nothing but the evil side of life it is what it is yeah i mean that's a i'm gonna leave it with this bro environment people places and indoctrination is everything people mm. are made people are produced people are indoctrinated you know um and sometimes you have people that are sociopaths. It doesn't matter how much love they get. They, you know, they're twisted upstairs and they go and do all kinds of evil. But you need, mm. you need that switch, that training, the animalistic, the reptilian brain to go out there and just say, fuck it and do dirt and just be a cold-blooded kid with a knife or yep. with a gun. And, and that's praised in the barrio. Mm -hmm. Part of an organization, power group, that's the highest rep with women, with people. You know, that lot of bad. He's part of this organization. He's a killer. You know, that's what these organizations are looking for. A lot of these organizations, people don't talk about it, had a lot of veterans during Vietnam and, you know, those eras. They had a lot of veterans in their ranks that were killers. Mm -hmm. Because that's admired in that world. Yeah. You know, a, a, a civil rights group does it for the people. An organization, a power group, does it for a few people. They do things for a small elite group in there. It's not for the whole rasa or the community or the tribe. It's for selfish reasons. Mm. Whereas the, these other groups were trying to do it for the movement of all people. Mm. But ego, ego and human tendencies get in the way. Greed <laughs> and power tripping and, and, you know, that's where we're at right now. Look at the how many people, how many young brown people are in every cemetery. Thousands. We lost our doctors, oh, yeah. our lawyers. We already got too many killers in the federal prison and and gangs and stuff. Where's the? Our, where are our social workers? Where are our fucking mm -hmm. our mentors, our tutors? Man, oh, I love it, man. I love this conversation, bro, and I can't wait, man. Uh, I can't wait to have this conversation uh, next Friday and, uh, and, and really talk about, you know, the conditions, the conditions of, of like you said, bro, like I always I always thought about this. Like just just, just earlier, bro, I was just looking at, uh, I was looking at, at a dude that I, that I used to know, un camarada, you know, from like when I was younger, and I actually, I actually kept his, his, um, the newspaper of, of, you know, where it shows that like, he got killed or whatnot. I kept it, bro. I still have it. And th this was back in fucking 2002. 
can't right. even see what, what yeah, I was way fucking back then. And I and, and just all I have uh, kinds of fucking dudes that I that I grew up with and, and, and mind you, bro, um on both sides, Sureños and Norteños. Because I you know what I mean, like to me it, it was no fucking thing, you know what I mean, to fucking the, the homies are homies, bro. If you grew up with someone, you know what I mean, yeah, you know, people are gonna talk and like, hey, why are you kicking it with so so? Why you why you this and that? But bro, like, you know, like I always say, like, like I always been a a, a fucking um a down to earth type of dude where I will go out my way just to say what's up if someone's cool with me. You know what I mean? And that's how it's always been. Like, you know what I mean? That's why, like, I always felt like like certain people that crossed my path and they were cool and like you know had some respect and showed me respect. Like that was that was that was you know that was, that was a camarada. You know what I mean? That was a that was a carnalismo right there, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, but gonna, we, yeah. we did that because something was missing at the house, bro. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. We couldn't tell your mom, hey, I had a nightmare today, or hey, I want to talk about sex, or hey, mm. um, I need help at school. I'm not making it. You know, there's some people in the barrio that are straight out of prison. What do I do? Because you don't talk to your parents about that kind of stuff, especially if they come from Mexico. They don't have, they're not trained enough how to survive the barrio or the urban ghetto in the United States. No, I mean, they'll tell you. I'm first generation Bible, Chicano, you know what I mean? Yeah. Me too. I'm first generation on my, on my dad's side, and I'm third generation on my mom's side. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, but what I'm saying is reality. We don't have the tools to survive. We're out in the barrio out here. We don't. Nah. And so you mm. cannot be comfortable, stressed out, going to talk to your family or your grandma or your uncle about these situations. You wouldn't talk to people on the streets. Yeah, because your 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 folks at home they don't know nothing about this life. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. So the the whole thing about Norteño Sureño, bro, that's been created from the prison system to benefit. The prison that's, that's a narrative. Yeah, that's a narrative for 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 ben, for, for beneficial purposes, not it's to like, benefit the raza. Yeah, it's a, it's to benefit certain raza people that are running that clica to get that mm. money that from the prostitutes and the drugs. But it's yeah. not. A, well, we've genocided ourselves. What was that war? Eighty years, fifty years. What yeah. what do we get out of it? Nothing. Fatherless kids. Fucking. Uh, uh, Moms and grandmas crying and shit. And Salinas, you got a graveyard full of motherfucking people. For what? For nothing, bro. Shootings, gang stabbings, people running drugs in Chinatown, from Salinas, to other raza that's all strung out. For what? Crumbs, bro. For crumbs. For pennies. Mm -hmm. You know, if my parents would have told, told me, you need to have money in the bank, you need to get a higher education, home ownership, business ownership, Political power, I would have been okay. Cool. I need to get into business. These European kids from Europe, they're all trained in business, bro. Listen to that. Yeah. They're trained and they come here for business. I learned this at the university. We're not trained in business, street business, maybe a little uh, pop up, but they're knowing how to run banks, how to get loans from banks, how to run, you know, stores, big ass stores, management, managerial, mm -hmm. bro, corporations. So That's true. we're, 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 if motherfuckers are still gang tripping, 
we're still another 80 years back from fucking even getting our shit together, bro. And creating the Gran Chichimeca of peace yeah. against the system. We're still uh, practicing white supremacy, scrubbing our own selves out, doing the white man's bidding, mm. killing ourselves out. You know, so. Yeah, man. But, but, but yeah. Look at the flag, bro. It's red and 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 blue and white. What happens when there's no more red and blue? There's only white. Yeah. For sure. No, man. Well, gracias for the platica, man. Gracias for joining in, carnal. And um, yeah. I look forward to talking about, you know, what I mentioned uh, next Friday, man. Yeah, to yeah. everyone that joined in, man. I appreciate I appreciate all the point of views and um and you know and everything you guys you know put down on the on the chat and whatnot but um gracias man this is Brown Nine Six and this is session number six of Shed So Many Tears gracias.